This week on the Jock and Nerd podcast, we're ending the year with over-the-top action, one-liners, and glorious explosions. That's right. It's time for our 90s action movie tournament. Geek Boner! John Bellotti Jr. joins us to help whittle 32 movies down to the one greatest action movie of the 90s, all in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Monday, December 26th. 2022. This is Frank Grillo. You know me. But who are you? Are you the discerning, sophisticated type of person who enjoys all the latest comic book and superhero TV and movie news? Pop culture references, witty banter? Me neither. I'm just here for the dick jokes. Check. Check one. All right. This is Roy Crabs out there. Oh yeah, get pumped, listener. Hello, and welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we give you comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd! My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's a nerd. Oh, we got a bunch of great people joining us. Of course, joining us as always. He's both the bee's knees and the cat's meow. It's rug boy. I don't know what those mean. Merry Christmas, Hansa Kwanika, whatever. <laughs> mecca lecca hi, mecca hi ho, whatever oh, holiday you celebrate. Merry Fishmas, everyone. Yes. Also joining us, special returning guest, friend of the show. He is the admin of our Facebook group, Jock and Nerd Nation. He is a talented illustrator. He is our resident opinionated New Yorker. Just, just don't call him a Godzilla guy. He, he does not like, <laughs> he is not just a Godzilla guy. It's John Pilati Jr. How you doing, Pilati? I'm never going to live that down. No, I only like Godzilla. Um, and kung fu movies, I think. No, right, just right. Godzilla. Just Godzilla. When I talk to Tony, I'm a well-rounded, interesting individual who likes many different things. It's not just Godzilla. It's but Imran camera. just puts you right in that box. It's right, Ultraman. Yeah, right, with, with all the other Godzilla fans. The that's Bruce it. Lee yeah. movies. It's a bunch of things that make up the sketch that is John Bellotti. Uh, last time you were on Bellotti was uh, also a great show. It was episode 445 or earlier this year when we did our 80s action movie tournament. Whole lot of fun. Give a Shout out. out for that one. And now you're back because, as promised, listener, we are here. You saw the title. We are ready to do our 90s action movies tournament. And another great reason that today we're recording Monday, December 26th to do the show today. It is the jock's birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Anthony. How old are you today? Oh, man. Too old? I'm 35 now. Oh, God oh, bless God. you. Yes. Jesus. He's getting there. Every when we started this show, what was I, 28, yeah. 29, 27? Wow. I can't remember. Yeah, that Holy. was a, yeah over seven years ago. You, you could you could you you could make fun of me being a millennial and be like that you're a young guy, and now like being a millennial is not a young guy anymore. Not anymore. So is Anthony as old as we were when we started the show? Uh, oh, maybe possibly. That's really weird. How old are to you? Think about. 
How old are you, Imran? 46. Almost. Around that time. Around. Almost. Almost. Listen, every year you get older uh, and Imran gets his wings or Imran gets happy. <laughs> I can't. It's you getting closer to the club. Every really. day a gray pube shows <laughs> yes. up on your nutsack. <laughs> yes. Another white pube pops It's a happy year. day for Imran. Yes. Well, what's good about my age is every, t- every year I get older, but the girls stay the same oh, age. Oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah. See, <laughs> he's still rocking it like that. So, Joe, anyways, it's your birthday, Anthony. You are the leader. You are the host of the tournament. Explain Yay. how we got here. What are we doing? I'm turning it over to you. Thank you. Thank you. You're far too kind to let me have the reins once in a while. It's your birthday. You do well, whatever you want. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Uh, it's like that bur- that uh, that movie. It's, uh, it's my party. And I can, it's my birthday. And I could cry if I want to. Yes, I forget so. what movie that was. It was the bad Home Alone ripoff. Anyways, we're not talking about that. Talking about 90s action movies, and the reason we got here is, well, we did an 80s action tournament, which I copied off of Screen Junkies, so this is clear. Um, I didn't think of this at all, but we decided to do it for the 80s. We had so much fun. We're like, we got to do it with the 90s, but this time we're making it bigger. We're making it better. We have 32 movies in this in oh, this tournament, oh, and shit. if you go back and listen to our Patreon where we picked out the movies... Whatever date that was, Imran, you can put it in the show notes. Yeah. People can listen and see what movies we picked, why we picked them. But it's 32 movies this time. And uh, like I said, we had so much fun with the 80s. The 80s were a bunch of cult classics. The 90s, you roll into the 90s, and it's a little bit of a different era. You still got like the holdovers from the 80s. But the 90s is like that in-between era between the cult classics of the 80s and then the big-budget superhero yeah uh blockbuster cgi fests of the 2000s so you have this like little pocket in the 90s with some really interesting movies uh the old guard with like schwarzenegger and stallone and and um freaking van damme and then you got like some of the new guard in this in this 90s era with keanu and nicholas cage and wesley snipes and banderas and will smith so there's a good mix of stars here um just before we get into the movies and the rules just like opening thoughts on the '90s, guys. What what are your thoughts on the oh. '90s? How do they compare to the '80s? I got so much to say when let's, you ask. Let's that. hear it, guys. Um, first of all, this is before franchise filming became the the way to make money. Uh, this was when you used to uh, studios used to ba- back stars like Hollywood stars. Like the, you would have like Schwarzenegger or Stallone or or Van Damme, and those were the that would be the reason to make the vehicle, the movie. Okay, yeah. yeah. So. It wasn't like, okay, we have this thing that we know is going to work. They they threw a lot of shit at the wall to see what would stick. And you have a in you have a lot of different kind of movies, but they even though they have the same thing in common, like you you can take this whole list and they're all like not the same movie. Like some of them are very similar, but they're not like cookie cutter comic book films or franchise films that that are like really we get fatigue out of them uh these days, these were all like had their own spin and their own. Some of them were more like real movies and some of them were like more like B movies. And there's <laughs> such a huge uh, room to breathe in in between those two. So it was an interesting time for movies and uh, it wasn't relying on CG. There was a lot of practical effects. It, the script still mattered. The script still had the story still had to be like interesting and good and you didn't know how exactly it was going to end, but yeah, it was a it was a great time for film. I mean, and you're right. You talk about we've talked about the '90s all the time, and this is like the height of original 
storytelling, original IP. There's like no franchises, no adaptations, just new shit. But I had a great time rewatching and for in some cases watching these for the first time. I did notice you start to notice a lot of patterns. Like there's a lot of terrorists uh, in these movies and uh, all different kinds of terrorists. Diehard ripoffs. Yes. The diehard clones <laughs> rule. And it's like majority of them may have been like Arab terrorists, but you also got like Russian terrorists. You got German terrorists. You got homegrown terrorists, uh, just terrorists all over the place. And then, you know, after 9-11, you really you don't see that kind of movie anymore. People stopped thinking terrorist movies were fun to make, obviously. Uh, so I thought that was interesting. You guys kind of nailed it all. I mean, the nine to me, like the seventies and nineties were like the top of like Hollywood, you know, in terms of uh, movie making, directing, acting. And after the nineties, it's kind of been all downhill, in my opinion. Um, but remember, too, the nineties is when we also got CGI for the first time, and that yep. completely changed the game. Yeah. Yep. And it's interesting because the eighties movies, we all, you know, when we did that tournament, the eighties movies were very, um, very practical, right? Very. Um, uh, hands-on, I guess you could say, you know, like it was all done in camera for the most part. And in the nineties, it's like, they took those goofy concepts and gave them like this computer generated sheen on top of not all of them. I mean, not, not a lot of these films on our list are not CGI heavy at all. Um, but again, it's, it's hard to ignore the elephant in the room because there was no CGI in the eighties. So, yeah. Stuff wasn't being done in camera as much as it used to be. But you basically. still have great stunts, great stunt work, great explosions, oh, yeah. great moments where you see the stunt guy in the shot. You know, <laughs> that stuff that carries over from the 80s. Where you're like, wait, that's not Arnold. Yeah. And you love all of it. And <laughs> or it, you see the dummies. Yeah. Or you see the yeah. dummies. So it is. But even, even internationally, the like Hong Kong, Japanese movies, Australian movies, everybody was firing on all cylinders. In the '90s, I mean, it was unbelievable. Like, like what was coming out all over the world at that time. Well, you had uh, Hong Kong movies broke in the '90s here in yeah, America. Jackie Chan broke over in '95, yep. I think it was '94. Yeah, like huge over here. So mm-hmm. the Hong Kong element, uh, John Woo became prominent in that in that yeah, era. Yeah, right. Um, then you had all of this kind of like music video directors that had a really glossy way of doing things. Michael Bay, com- he was yeah, one coming of them. into the fold and. Yep. Really elevate. I mean, you want to shit on Michael Bay all you want, but he really elevated the cinema, the cinematography of some of these uh, things. He, he contributes so, to the genre for sure. Yeah. So uh, there was a lot of great stuff, and you had people like Ridley Scott stepping in. You had Cameron coming in. You had so you you had like masters of the genre kind of coming in and flexing their muscles as well. So lots of interesting stuff going on. That is interesting because the nineties was it. That's when it became standard that a dude, a director would have a bunch of music videos and then he'd get a big movie, right? Like everybody took that route and that was the route. I don't think it's the same anymore. There's no more music videos. I don't know how you break in anymore. Yeah. You guys kind of highlighted a lot of the things I wrote down. And when I was observed rewatching and watching the first time, some of these movies is diehard ripoffs, proliferation of that, some old 80s crossovers, but uh, carryovers, but then a lot of self-awareness in these movies. Um, CGI starts to get in- introduced, and then the new stars. I mentioned that earlier, like Keanu, Cage, Brandon Lee, Tom Cruise, Will Smith. You get Jackie Chan and Jet Li coming over. Yeah, Snipes, Banderas. So then you have the old guard and all that stuff. So um, a lot of the things you mentioned, um, we have all the big names in this. As, as some of those guys, and then Schwarzenegger, Harrison Ford, Sylvester Stallone, Seagal, Gibson is in this. Um, as far as directors, too, 
a, a lot of names you might you know you you might go oh man then these are action movies probably didn't get the best directors but you got Cameron in here you got Brian De Palma Andrew Davis McTiernan's here John Woo Catherine Bigelow Michael Bay Paul Verhoeven Richard Donard Roland Emmerich Tony Scott The Wachowskis Wolfgang Peterson so all the directors are yeah, here too great directors yeah and a better crop of directors actually and yeah, in fact the 80s, if you think yeah. about it. Uh, the '80s films were all about the biceps, right? The big yep. muscles. Yep. And uh, Stallone always cites the '89 Batman movie as the downfall of him and Schwarzenegger's run, because he basically said, "Once you have a suit, a rubber suit with abdominals on it," he said, "You don't need <laughs> us anymore." Because now you can just make a suit with no, like. But you fake can blame abs. Bruce Willis in Die Hard also yeah, Bruce for Willis, changing um, the body type. Uh, Mel Gibson, a lethal weapon. He yeah, was, you know, yeah. slender. Brandon yeah. Lee. These were just, and it became more, um, uh, like auteur, like you know, more director focused and actor focused. Very too, stylish. Every yeah. very stylish. Yeah. yeah, they became more, um, more unique films instead of like a run of the mill action movie. So I posted. We posted the list of the movies in our Facebook group, and there may be a reward after a news from the nation if they guess the top four. But for the listener, if you check the show description, the full list of movies are going to be there, just so you have that as reference. Cool, yeah, and um, what was kind of neat is when we picked all these movies, we didn't know that we were doing this, but we we got one at least one movie from every year. Oh, wow. Um, we have good villain actors, too. So this is the first wow. time name villain name actors were playing villains. So you have some rattling off some of these names. You have Ronnie Cox, Michael Ironside, Robert Patrick, Patrick Swayze, Kerry Haruyuki Tagawa, Tommy Lee Jones, Dolph Lundgren, Lance Henriksen, Wesley Snipes, Lithgow, Art Malik, Ron Silver, Jeremy Irons, Powers Booth, John Voight, Ed Harris, Nicolas Cage, Gary Oldman, Twice, John Malkovich. These are all villains. Dennis These Hopper. Are all big name Don't actors playing Hopper. villain. Yeah. What's that? Den- Hopper. Yeah. Dennis Hopper. Yeah. Yep, that's true. So, yeah. So this is, you know, now it, this is also the era where they wouldn't just cast some no-name to pay the villain. They'd actually have someone. And that I think a lot of that has to do with Die Hard and that performance by uh, um, Alan Hans Rickman. Gruber. Yeah. Alan Rickman, Alan Rickman is Hans yeah. Gruber, yeah. So we'll do some fun facts at the end after the tournament's okay. over because there are some fun little quirks here with um, the movies. I, I just want to, before we get into the tournament, I want to ask you guys, of all the names in this tournament, who do you think has the most entries? Van I feel, Damme? yeah, I feel like it's Van Dam was going to be Van my first Damme guess. Van Dam is correct. Oh, Van Dam has four movies in this tournament. Wow, and that was well, only <laughs> that was only a sampling because yes. Van Dam was making movies like he was making fucking hotcakes in that day. He was just fucking cranking them out. It was not yep. easy, also, to choose these thirty-two movies. I remember. Actually, I'll, I'll do a couple of the fun facts right now. There's yeah. one actor that is a villain in two movies in the same year. Can you guess that? Gary Oldman. Powers Booth? Gary Oldman, yeah. It's Gary oh. Oldman. Gary okay. Oldman is, is a villain. Powers Booth is actually a hero and a villain yeah. in these movies. Oh, my God, yeah. that's right. Oh. There are actually three other um, movies that are like that, where they're the hero and the villain uh, in... in uh, the same Oh, decade. yeah, you're right. In, wow. the same, in, the, in, in the same decade. So do uh-huh. you, you, you have any guesses on those? Michael, Michael Ironside's in Starship Troopers and in... Uh, uh, he's a bad guy in one of the. Yeah, well, that's actually that's another that's another one. I was thinking that's of the, a good one. Uh, like the lead ones, but yeah, that's a good one. Um, by the shit. way, Gary Oldman's the villain in Fifth Element, which is in the tournament, and um, Air Force One. Nick Cage has got to be one of those dudes. Nicholas Cage, yeah, yeah, is a hero in one movie and a villain in another. Yeah, there's other. There's two more. 
I gotta pull up the list. <laughs> no, Dolph, Dolph, pull up the list. Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> Dolph, Dolph Lundgren yes, is one of them. Dolph. Universal Soldier and Showdown Little Tokyo. In uh, what else? Um, I was gonna say Simon Says. Oh, Snipes. Snipes. Blade. Oh shit! And that's oh, right. Man. And then Demolition oh, Man. Yeah, that's right. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. 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 Is correct. And for what it's worth, there are one, two, three. Four, five, six directors that are are on here twice. Oh, really? Yes. Holy shit! I didn't realize that. Any guesses? Um, Cameron. That's one of Cameron's them. Cameron's one. Of that's them. one of them. McTiernan. John. Nope. No. Scott. Nope. That's he was only got one. Not Never Richard Donner. Like, nope. No. It's the guy that does all the Van Damme movies. Who directs the Van Damme? Peter Himes. Yeah, he's Peter got two Himes on here. Too, yes. Sudden Death and Time Cop. There you go. Oh, I, I needed yeah. to. There's a couple more, though. Um, Emmerich? No. Nope. Is that a Brett Ratner? Nope. No. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you can use as little Ratner as you can get. It's not Robert <laughs> Rodriguez. He just has the nope. one. No, he one. He has, he's got the one. Right. Right. One of them is... Paul Verhoeven, Starship Troopers oh, and Total Recall. Oh, Verhoeven, oh that's well, right. I forgot Verhoeven did Starship Troopers. Yep. Shit. Oh. There's a couple of the guys you've named already. Michael Bay. He's got Bad Boys in the Rock. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hong Kong. Did I say Bay? One. John Woo. John, John Woo's in here. Hard Target and yeah. Face Off. Yeah. And there's one you wouldn't have thought of. You, you're probably not going to guess this. Andrew Davis has two movies on here. Oh, oh Under Siege, Siege and, the and The Fugitive. And The Fugitive. Yeah. Right, right, right. That's, so, yeah. Oh my god! Those are some okay. of the fun little things That's that I and I came across as I was doing these movies. Is uh, six directors that are on here twice? No, wow. that, and that's the most. No one else has. No one has three. So they're doing two movies a year. They're doing at least two in the nineties. Two, <laughs> two, two action movies. <laughs> I mean, two, two action decade. movies in the nineties. Well, I'm drunk already. Fuck. Uh, great. Uh, Perfect place to start. Great. So that means we're going to start. And right. as mentioned earlier, this is thirty-two movies. So there's no first round buys. I was thinking about announcing the top four seeds, but I don't want to. This I don't want any chicanery going on because I know there's one guy that's been uh, drinking a little bit that's going to have some clear chicanery. So I don't want to set up the top four seeds okay. and then have that person gunning for them. So I'm not going to announce the seeds. We're just going to announce the matchups live. I'm going to announce the matchups, and we'll do best two out of three with Rugboy, John Belay Jr. Imran. We'll rotate who's going first, second, third. Same rules as last time, guys. Are your bodies ready for this? Oh, well, I think we should explain to the people that this isn't about which movies are the best action movies. This is the movies that we want individually to be that we vote for. Yes, this is the best in whatever criteria that person has as being better, whether it's they like it better. They're fucking around. They just think it's a better action movie. They like the act, the director, whatever it is. Or they're just trying to make Tony mad. It's one of of those things. Sometimes that happens. Yeah. With that in mind, we are starting off with the number one seed, guys. Oh. The number one seed. And I'm going to announce the matchup first, then I'm going to pick the person. Okay. I'm doing it differently. Okay. We have a a bumper or a stinger for this. All right. Yeah. Here. We'll do this. Here we go. Motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill. There we go. So we're going to start off at the top with the number one seed. 
The Matrix. Oh, shit. Oh, by the way, these are ranked by according to Letterbox. This isn't me. Oh. This is the Letterbox rankings. Okay. And Letterbox has number one seed, The Matrix, against the number 32 seed, Navy Seals. <laughs> <laughs> John Pilati oh, Jr., no. you fought for Navy Seals. It's only right that you get the wow. first pick in the Matrix versus Navy Seals. Does Navy Seals have any chance against the Matrix? In my mind, yes. Oh, shit. Okay. I wanted to be a Navy SEAL commando. I did not want to be a computer hacker after I watched the Matrix. Does that mean Therefore, you're picking Navy SEALs? No, I'm not going to pick Navy SEALs. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be upset about it because, first of all, I'm not going to give you the satisfaction, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and the other reason is uh, the Matrix, even though it is um, – a little too similar to another movie in our tournament. I will have to pick The Matrix because Navy Seals is a fine ass film. I understand you guys don't appreciate the beauty of it and what it what it is, which I don't know what it is, but <laughs> it's, it's Top Gun for uh, for Navy people for Frogman. So uh, yeah, my pick's The Matrix. Wow, Matrix yeah. up one zero and. For the, for the record, Bilotti did that perfectly, guys. If you can keep doing this the entire tournament, you make a pick, you tell us why. Okay. Hello. Next hey, up. Hey, thanks, Tony. Yeah, you did that very well. It's like you hey. did this before. You've done this before. <laughs> Maybe Next I up, have. Rug Boy, The Matrix or Navy Seals? We Let got? me think about this long <laughs> and hard. Uh, it's The Matrix. Come on. Uh, the Matrix. It was a groundbreaking film. Uh the only ground that Navy SEALs broke was, uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Charlie Sheen's like the diving into a, a, a river. I don't know. Off of a car. That was the only thing that was groundbreaking. Um, yeah. So it's pretty easy. Matrix. Matrix moves on. For the record, Navy SEALs. I, I already said this on a previous show, but I got to say it while Bilotti's here because I don't want to talk shit behind the man's back. I want to do it to his face. Oh, thank Navy you. Seals is awful, man. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> I mean, come on, you didn't enjoy them ripping off the Top Gun uh, a scene, sports scene with it's golf. Delta with Force golf. meets Top Gun. It's, yes, it's it worse. Is. Yes, you get the great Charlie Sheen line to the girl where she goes, "What are we gonna do?" And he goes, "Hopefully, each other." If all things go straight, it's just <laughs> and just Charlie Sheen being a dick and getting people shot. It, it's it's even people. it's even weirder watching that now and be like, "Oh, this like." Charlie Sheen was always an asshole. They yeah. just had him on TV being like they just had him playing himself in this movie in 1990. It is great military porn movie though. I'll give it that. Oh, much. it's just a recruitment poster. That's all. Yeah, it is. It pretty it's much a moving is. recruitment poster. All right, guys. Well, Matrix moves Matrix moves on. No surprises there. The next one might be a little bit of a tougher matchup. The 16 seed. Oh, by the way, I didn't explain the rules um for the listener on what kind of movies we picked. We Opened it up to see superhero movies. We are um, excluding like crime thrillers and things like that, but superhero movies were allowed in this tournament. So this explains why this next one is in it. The 16 seed Blade Ooh. versus the 17 seed Desperado. Uh, Imran, oh, give mm. us a pick. Oh. Two new age heroes: Banderas, Wesley Snipes. Oh man. Yeah, you know, Desperado with like the Robert Rodriguez getting big after El Mariachi and seeing that style. That was something that just fit in perfectly, you know, with like the Tarantino movies of the era. Banderas is badass in that movie. You got Selma Hayek. But man, Blade kind of being the official kind of start to the MCU. The, the 
the second movie they ever made after Howard the Duck. The movie that gets it right. Despite all the shitty blood effects, Wesley Snipes is great. The fighting is great. Ah, uh, look, we're running is a superhero comic book TV show. I'm going to pick Blade. I'm giving it to Blade. Blade up 1-0. John Bellotti Jr. What you got? Um, this one's not as tough as I thought it would be. I, you know, when I was a kid, Desperado was cool, but I've grown to really dislike Robert Rodriguez as a director. Like, really dislike well, now, his work. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and in fact, I was just watching Once Upon a Time in Mexico uh, on Pluto TV earlier, and I was just reminding myself why I don't like him. And uh, But again, when I was a kid, Desperado was awesome, right? Yeah. That yeah. Two gorgeous people in the leads and uh, mostly Salma Hayek. Actually, that is the movie that gave us Salma Hayek, right? Um, but yeah. I'm going to go with Blade because Blade is a tighter movie, and it did – you know, it gave us Wesley Snipes as as Blade, and uh, yeah, to me, it's just a tired movie, and I could rewatch it a lot more than Desperado, and not like wince as much when I watch it. If that makes any sense? Imran, play the clip. <laughs> Some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate up. He made it uphill. It's the only it's the only <laughs> clip we got from yeah. this nineties tournament. Yeah. Blade, moving on. I, I agree with this pick, so. There you I go. also agree, but I still love Desperado. Oh, I do too. It's definitely it's fun, but I'm Salma Hayek is is it's, yeah, fantastic to look yeah. at in that movie. She is very nice. All right, the next one. Moving on to the next one, we got the number nine seed Speed oh. Oh, versus yeah. the number twenty four seed Cliffhanger. <laughs> mm. Die Hard on a Bus oh. versus Die Hard on a Mountain. Wow. Boy. wow. Who you got? Interesting. Oh, my God. Up. This is... Woo. Well... Keanu versus Sly. Stallone is my man. Everybody knows that. Um, I watched Cliffhanger, and I did enjoy it. But I also watched Speed. Um, but both of them, when they both came out, I watched them both in the theater, and Speed just stuck with me more. And I... I, I I, uh, cliffhanger even though it was good in the moment I, I forgot about it down the line so the staying power that Sandra Bullock had mm. the, the the chemistry the pop quiz all of that stuff uh, Keanu kind of uh, transforming into this action hero mm. um, this like stoic action hero uh, the, I could I, I could hear the dun, 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 like the, the song, <laughs> song like so it, it it stays with you and so if, if a movie stays with you, I almost didn't have to rewatch Speed because it just burned into my skull. Yep, so same. I'm going to go with Speed. Yeah. Speed up 1-0. Tell that little wildcat over there. <clears throat> also got Dennis Hopper versus John Lithgow. Yeah. Imran, Speed or Cliffhanger? I mean, yeah, that's another thing about these 90s movies. You got these young dudes fighting old dudes all the time, and somehow they give them they have an issue. Yeah, they get beat by a fucking old, like Keanu got beat by Dennis Hopper, really. And Stallone can't take down John Lithgow. Uh, what rewatching Cliffhanger was fun, but Speed is just a better movie. The tension the whole time is amazing. The way they even set up like the passengers on the bus uh, is very well done. And you are white knuckling it the whole time. And John DeBond, right? John DeBond, yeah. yeah, directorial debut. I mean, the bus jump is ridiculous because, like, why did it go up after it's just driving it's a, off it's, it's, <laughs> a flat surface <laughs> and it just, like, pitches up? Like, that, what was that? There's no ramp there. What are you doing? But uh, the whole time, you're like, how the fuck are they going to get off this bus? Uh, for that, it's just cliffhanger. 
uh, the cheap sets kind of knock it down a few pegs. Speed. What about Stallone impaling a guy on a freaking whatever the hell you call that in the cave? Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> Grabbing him by the nuts and impaling him on that. I forget what you call those things that are hanging upside down. Oh, the stalag- oh, the stalactite. stalactite yeah. That's right. Or stalagmite. That's right. He, shift, he lifts them up and just jams them in Grabs them by the nuts first. <laughs> a lot of helicopters in these movies, too. Another thing. It's a great helicopter ending. Uh, the, but speed. In, but speed is the better. It's definitely the better. All right. Speed is moving on 2-0. So far, clean sweeps in these last, first three matchups. Mm. Next one. The number eight seed. The Crow. Versus the number 25 seed, Rapid Fire. An unfortunate oh matchup God. here. Brandon wow. Lee versus Brandon, Brandon Lee. Ver- Brandon what Lee are you versus doing? How could you and we do have that? to start with John Bellotti Jr. Oh, God. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> this <laughs> is a tough one. <laughs> one has better action, but one has better acting. Uh, one is more iconic, and one just stole from Jackie Chan's police story. <laughs> Damn. One has a better soundtrack, and one... Kind of has one good hair metal song during a sex scene. So Wait, that, it's a great song. <laughs> Police story is. is the same as Rapid Fire. The same. Exactly? Oh yeah, no. Oh, okay. The the fight. If you look at the fight choreography, and Brandon Lee has admitted that he borrowed a lot from Police Story. I mean, he even drives a guy through glass yep. on a dirt bike. Yep, like same Jackie Chan scene. did. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, he was on a motorcycle. Um, I'm gonna go with the crow. Uh, uh, it pains me to say it because the action, the fight scenes are so good in police, uh, police story. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but there you fire. go. That's see it. They're just, it's, he's just, uh, you know, just copying police story. I'm going to go with the crow. I just like it crow. more stylized, more nice. atmosphere, better soundtrack. Yeah. That was That's when I saw this paired up. I was like, this is unfortunate, but yeah. crows up one Oh rug boy crow rapid fire. Yeah, this is the one that this one's giving me a pain in, in, <laughs> right in the middle of my anus. Oh, my spl- my splinter is hurting. Yeah, my sphincter is puckered up in uh in in, in contortions right now. Um it's just tough cuz is 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 Lee versus Lee here and they're both earnest uh efforts here. I think the crow obviously has the mystique of him dying during it and it's based on a comic book and it has this whole. It really does. It it started a whole franchise, but it didn't go anywhere. But it, it did start a franchise, even though he died during making it. But Rapid Fire is like an earnest, like he wants to be an action hero movie, and it's like you. I could flip a coin on on this any day, oh. but today I'm going with the crow. Oh shit! Crow moves on two zero. And I'm just robbing Imran of any choice. No, that's, yep, I think that's Imran. the right pick because, I mean, there's moments in Rapid Fire that I still remember, like him sliding under the table and kicking it up and Delta shooting. But the fucking crow is so different than any of these movies. Uh, I love the comic. He, You saw him get better as an actor, as a performer. Imran, shut up. We didn't ask you. Yeah, so that's the right <laughs> thing. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> Next. I, I do have to say, watching Rapid Fire for the first time was a very enjoyable experience, and I was glad that it was included on this list. No, it's so. good. It just needed like another 20 minutes because the, the climax comes, and you're like, whoa, how'd we get here so fast? Yeah, they montage through killing one of the villains, too, which oh, is they do, during the sex they? scene. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, like and then the movie changes villains sort of yeah. in a weird yeah. way. Yeah. yeah, it does. Well, the next matchup here is the number five seed, Total Recall. Oh, this is going to be tough. Uh This is the number 28 seed, 
showdown in Little oh, Tokyo. Oh, come on. What are you run? doing? You get to you get to pick oh, the first oh, one here. Oh, 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 oh man. What the fuck? Oh, my God. It's, not, it's I, not even a matchup. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> On one hand, it's not even a matchup, right? You got Paul Verhoeven over there and Arnold and some crazy space sci-fi it's unfair. commentary. It is. Violent. <laughs> when, when you got 32 movies, there's going to be some matchups. That are being like, huh? Give the people the ass. See what the party, Victor. <laughs> Consider this a divorce. But you don't have Cohagen spinning on a parade float with fireworks. Right, dying. as he gets stabbed. You don't, have, <laughs> you don't see it. You don't have the line, I, it's the biggest dick I've ever seen on a man. <laughs> you don't have a showdown being a 79-minute movie, and it has everything you want. It's got homoerotic t- tattoos on a dude in the opening credits. Uh, it's got a, a, tr- a love scene, a training scene. A meet cute scene. It's got multiple, like every five minutes, there's like a fight scene. It's, the movie is insane. Uh, right. Oh boy. But you have the balls to pick showdown over Total Recall. Do I have the ball? I can't. You can't. It's, it's such a, a crazy, but Total Recall, Total Recall, it's got to be Total Recall. That is Total Recall. It's got to be Total Recall. Up 1 0. Bilotti, Total Recall, showdown. Oh, it's it's total recall. But it doesn't mean <laughs> <laughs> showdown is not a good fun time watching a movie. Absolutely. Yeah. So far, two O's all over the board. Yes. Anthony's very lucky he didn't put me in this one. I would have <laughs> totally up. fucked us up. He was waiting for his and, chance. And gone with showdown. But then I, I wouldn't be mad. shut it down. I wouldn't be mad. No, no. I, if you pick showdown, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, but you would have had the vote to shut me down. Yeah, if, I would. If, I won't go ahead and, well, we'll have we'll have another chance. We'll we'll there's you know there's pl- plenty of matchups. Well, don't worry, don't worry. All right. The number twelve seed, The Rock. Welcome to The Rock. Versus the number twenty one seed, Bad Boys. Bad Boys. What you gonna do? Oh, this is tough. That's Michael Bay one. matchup. Oh. Rug Boy. Who you got? Bay. Because I'm racist, I'm gonna say The Rock. <laughs> 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 No, it's actually because the movie's a better movie. I think it's tighter. It's uh, more gripping. It doesn't lean on like it doesn't lean on comedy as much, and that's something I liked. I thought it was like a more. Uh, it was just a more on rails like action. It was actually very well directed in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. A little bit of shaky cam here and there, but not as much as in Bad Boys. I think. Um, so I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with The Rock. Mm. Rock. I love an old guy beating people up too. Mm-hmm. Imran. Oh boy. You know, hmm. Michael Bay versus Michael Bay. Bad boys does have a lot of sideways sideways shots and uh, uh what's more memorable? Ultimately, like the thing Two kind of like buddy mismatch uh friends type yeah, thing too. Yeah. Uh but uh, some great explosions in bad boys, some uh but also in the Rock, fuck, this is hard. I the one that sticks out more to me, and it's simply because of the fucking green flare scene with Nick Cage, and uh, and you know him trying to warn the planes and they miss, and he just one goes. I'm like, I gotta go to the Rock. I gotta go to the Rock. The rock. Mm. All right, that was the tough. Rock moves on. What would you have said, uh, Johnny Boy? Oh, I would have picked the Rock. That's an easy the one. Rock. All right, the Rock. But it doesn't the have ta- it doesn't have Tay Leone in that skirt and boots. 
Doesn't oh, yeah. that's true. That's that's the only thing Bad Boys has over the rock. Bad, Bad Boys also established Will Smith as a, a bona fide action star. This, but the Rock, I think I would have picked the Rock as yeah, well. Yeah, the Rock this is a tighter movie. Yeah, I saw I would have I would have picked the Rock. I yeah, saw they wanted ahead. Arsenio Hall originally for the role before. Mar- Martin Lawrence was top billing over Will Smith. Yeah. In Bad Boys. Yeah, that makes this, sense. At that time he was a bigger star. Ooh. This next one. Oh boy. This one's a doozy. We're starting this off. Bellata, you didn't go get to go, right? No. Okay, so this one's the 13 seed, True Lies, versus the number 20 seed, Demolition Man. Wow. Stallone and Snipes versus Arnold Schwarzenegger. I will admit Demolition Man is more fun of a watch because of Snipes and his over-the, like, batshit crazy performance. However, James Cameron, that's... That's a good movie. I mean, that that gave us the Harrier scene. You know, it gave us that bridge explosion scene. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis doing the dance scene. <laughs> um, <laughs> God, just a lot. Um, I'm going to go with... Uh, hmm, don't tell my family, but I'm going to go with True Lies. <laughs> Listen, yeah. Nick- How can you abandon your boy, Sly, like this? Well, he the nineties. It wasn't his. That wasn't his decade. No, that wasn't. That, that, he was on a, a downward uh, slope in that. So they put and that, in that was like the last great Arnold movie. Was True Lies. Well, does, does let's see if Rugs agrees. True Lies or Demolition Man? He I disagree. Both of these. Movies. I disagree. Oh, oh here I, we go. I'm going Demolition oh, Man. Oh, because I feel like. In today's day and age, I would love to wipe my ass with a lot of the shit that we're doing right now. Seashells? And yeah, well, I'd like to be able to just... This movie says so much about what we're going through right now and how, like, they're li- literally... We need a caveman to kind of come back and just tell us how to do shit. Oh, get oh shit done. yeah, it's like a documentary film if you're looking at it that way. You're yeah, 100% so correct. I feel like it was prophetic. I feel like it was uh, a great thing to have uh one of the weird events when you actually have a bad guy that's as fucking capable as the uh, as the lead guy and uh like snipes as a a foil to stallone is great and um there's just such a, a lot of funny moments in this movie like this, that whole thing in the museum was fucking great and um yeah i just i love true lies but i just think that I would give it to this. I would give it to Demolition Man. Ooh, now we got a little drama oh, no. here. Imran, do you have Uh-oh. a Jamie Lee Curtis or do you have Sandra Bullock? Oh, don't put it in his hands. <laughs> we got it's in no. Imran's hands. Nick Shev. The movies we've reviewed. Yeah, Nick, Nick Shev, Shev is going to be you. very mad at one of us or all of us. The two movies we reviewed, they were both great. True Lies has that unbelievable bridge scene that with the Harrier jets and how they shot it in miniature, and we just saw Avatar and it's fucking Cameron, right? And Schwarzenegger. But a demolition man, they blew up a whole fucking building. They they did they blow up the whole building minutes. for real. We ha- and we you ha- got two two <laughs> amazing villain kills. You got one guy being frozen to death and getting his head ki- knocked off. You got the other guy stuck on a missile being. F- Fired into the enemy <laughs> helicopter. You're fired. But, but in True Lies, you have that whole shakedown of, of his wife and, and the dude that's trying to fuck her. I mean, you got that's amazing great. Bill Paxton scene. It's the funniest. And I love that middle part. A lot of people are like, whoa, whoa, this is weird. Yeah. But man, Demolition Man, like that movie, it, it's especially after pandemic and now, like it pops up in your head, especially after we reviewed it. I can't stop thinking about it. 
because of all the things that kind of predicted, it's kind of crazy. Uh, and we have another Cameron Schwarzenegger film in the running. Uh, that's to be factored in. Hmm. Do I go upset? Oh, shit. Fuck. Okay. You know what? My heart says. What your heart say? My gut. My heart says I have to give it to True Lies. Well, true lies. Oh, you just made a up. shitty show. That, that's where. <laughs> <laughs> true lies moves on. I will jump in here and I will say it's very hard. I would have picked Demolition Man. Oh fuck! Wow. But true lies has moved on. So there it is. That's the first two one. Oh man, showing here. It would have up. been a great upset, but it would have worthy upset, I believe. Yeah, would have been. Uh, I think that would have been a worthy. I was on the edge. I just. Uh, I don't. I know. can hear it. I guess. And we're gonna start this one off. This is the number four seed. Top seed here. Oh boy. The fifth element. Multi pass. Versus the number twenty nine seed. I just want to eat. Universal Soldier. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh my God, this is a tough <laughs> Jonathan Baladi Jr., who do you got? Um hmm. Fifth Element gave us Mia Jovovich with that crazy wig and Multi Pass. Corbin Dallas. L- Lilu Dallas. I mean the uh, Effects wise, it blows away. Uh, Universal. I was going to say Demolition Man. Uh, Universal Soldier. Um, mm, you got Dolph and, and Van Damme. I know, but Dolph really gave an Oscar worthy performance. Unlike <laughs> any other movie, he was trying. He was actually He was trying. Yeah, like if you watch all those other movies, he's as stiff as a board. But this movie, he's like, I'm all ears. Oh yeah. Fantastic. Are we having fun yet? I mean, come on. He's fantastic. And, you know, the fight seems a little too slow motion uh, at the end, but God, it's, it's a tough one because one is like an actual good film and the other one is just an action movie. So it's, what do you weigh it? <sighs> Both kind of sci-fi. There's though. some good action in Fifth Element. No, there's good action. Like when she kicks everyone's ass in that movie. And, yeah. Oh yeah. And the, the message, I guess, is uh, good. And, but Oh, man, this one is tough. This one's a little tough. I'm going to go with the Universal Soldier on this one. Oh, shit. Universal Soldier up 1-0. And we're going to shoot this over to Rugboy. Is there going to be an upset here? Fifth Element or Universal Soldier? Well, let me tell you something. Um, I I do love the Fifth Element. And uh, it's got Bruce Willis in it and and Emilio Jovovich in it. And their chemistry... Is great. It's great fucking on screen chemistry. It's cute. And um, they give you a badass chick in this movie. Um, I love Universal Soldier. Don't get me wrong, but I'm going to go with Fifth Element. It brings so much to the table. It's got great sets. It's got great costume design. It's uh, it's very memorable. And so uh, I'm going to I'm going to go with that one. Nimrod. Oh, fucking tiebreaker again. In your hands again. This one maybe not so hard as the last tiebreaker. Universal Soldier, while, yes, it is fun to see Van Damme spin kick the shit out of Dolph Lundgren over and over again. And uh, it's just ridiculous. And the better movie, clearly, all around is Fifth Element. It's just the Luke Besson and the that wasn't is it like Mobius right? It's like a Mobius inspired. It's based thing. off of the ankle, yeah. Oh, the art direction, uh, Chris Tucker, 
Uh, <laughs> everything's <laughs> great. Love it. Love it. And like that one definitely, again, sticks with me, jumps up at, at, at me first. Uh, yeah, it's going to have to be Universal Soldier, even though Van Damme just what? wanted to Universal eat. Universal Soldier or Fifth oh, Element? Sorry, Fifth Element. I meant it's going to have to be oh, Fifth don't, Element. Don't fuck no, around no. like that. Sorry. Don't say the wrong thing. <laughs> fifth Element Because once is, I etch it in stone, it's yes. moving on. All right. Fifth is element. the winner. All right. Well, next one. Another top seed. We got the number three seed, The Fugitive, versus the number 30 seed, Sudden Death, John Bellotti. <laughs> no contest. <laughs> no contest for who? Yeah. <laughs> Which way? Oh, Harrison man. Ford or Jean-Claude Van Damme? Get off my plane. Wait, that's a different that's movie. That's a different that's one. That's no, in here, though. I didn't kill my yeah, wife. You find that care. man. You find this care. man. That's my favorite line. You find you know this man. No, I like when he goes, uh, no, what are you doing over there? I'm thinking. Well, think me up one of them uh, donuts with uh, the sprinkles on it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I like that. This is another uh, movie where Tommy, Tommy Lee Jones is in it. He's a hero in one and a villain in another. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. Forgot that's about Sudden death is basically diehard with hockey. Yes, <laughs> yes that's all it yes. is. And and Van Damme is a American firefighter, but has a foreign accent. Yeah, speaks French martial Canadian. arts. Yeah, yeah. And happened to is. play goalie at one point. <laughs> yeah, happens to life. play goalie. And, and doesn't he like like block the winning <laughs> shot or something? Like yeah, he, he, he stops. A, yeah, he saves the game. Yeah. He saves the game. <laughs> it's game seven of the Stanley Cup Finals. This is a ridiculous movie. Yeah. I'm not saying like a guy jumping off a waterfall and living is any more plausible. That's, but, that's a good point. But uh, I'm going to go with The Fugitive on this one. It's, right. a, it's a solid, solid movie with a breakout performance by Tommy Lee Jones and Harrison Ford. And Sudden Death is just a derivative of uh, Die Hard. So that's my final, final pick. Rugs. How Easy dare for you? you, John Belong? <laughs> Sorry, bro. How dare you insult... The muscles from Brussels. I gave him Universal Soldier. <laughs> How dare you? I, I got the, Universal Soldier. That's the that's... powers of Booth. <laughs> How dare you insult Jean Claude Van Damme beating some a female in a mascot <laughs> penguin uniform? I see. But that's all that movie's got. That's all it, it is. It's it, no, it's the Fugitive. It's the Fugitive. Of course, yeah. it's the Fugitive. All right, easy that's enough. Easy, yeah, Fugitive moves on. Again, some of these are, are some of these are clear mismatches when you have thirty two movies in here. But sudden death, I, I did enjoy it. It is a fucking ripoff of it's a it's an unabashed ripoff of Die Hard, which makes it uh, yeah, no apologies from the filmmakers. Yeah. <laughs> I like, mean, like John Claude John Claude Van Damme scaling the fucking building and everything, He's hanging from the rafters and shit. You know, it's fun. It, it, it's I, a, I, know, it, I know I know firemen. I'm friends with them, mm-hmm. I, and they could do a lot of cool shit. But a lot of them don't know karate. He, my favorite part is he just guesses and finds where the bombs are. Yeah, he's just yeah. like, oh, the bombs. <laughs> and then the yeah, helicopter yeah. at the end vertically falling through the top of the Coliseum on the ice. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, so yeah. They, where they cut that. to Powers Booth. Yes. And he, he just, like him looking at Van Damme, he's screaming. Ah! It's so ridiculous. Yeah. But The Fugitive is an amazing movie. That I, fantastic. I, I agree with on. this pick. Right. It's a great chase film. Yeah. The one-armed man, everything. You know. One-armed man, yeah. I don't curl my wife. Um, oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Imran, no boy. The number fourteen seed face off versus the number nineteen seed Con Air. Oh my Ooh, God! Nicholas oh. Cage versus Nicholas Cage. Oh my God! Oh shit! 
Wow, this is Imran. Don't fuck this up. This is a very good matchup. Oh, I don't Would even. Know, I don't up, know Imran. how I'm gonna fuck this up because I clearly feel one way about this. We reviewed both of these movies for our Patreon member on the same episode, and if we go back and listen to that, like I feel the same way. Uh, Con Air is uh, has a fantastic, you know, airplane Las Vegas stunt. You have. Nick Cage playing. Die Hard with Convicts on a Plane. Die Hard with Convicts on a Plane. Absolutely. <laughs> Another Die Hard clone. And you got Nick Cage playing the protagonist. So it's interesting. You got one movie with you Nick Cage. You kept the bunny in the bio. He's got the mullet. <laughs> He's got the mullet. There's other Why mullets, didn't you though. Put the bunny back in the bio. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, Nicholas Cage always has hot whys, by the way. Always. It's and in the, his contract yeah. when he signs on to a movie. But. Like, like Adam Sandler. But. Face off. I want to take his face off. No more drugs for that man. Yes. <laughs> Just love his face off. This, his performance is unhinged. And the John Woo uh, of it all, the dubs, the double guns, the gold guns, the slow-mo. Oh, it's just delicious. And watching both of these movies, I feel the same way. I had a much better time with face off. And so I am picking face off. Face off, up 1-0. Ooh-wee, we good looking. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. John Pilati oh, Jr., who you got? I was hoping you would skip me and make rug to tiebreaker. <laughs> no. Uh, this is a, Con Air is epic, right? Like when I, love, that, I when love that, Con Air. I do, too. When that movie's on TV, like with commercials, it's like four hours long with Great commercials. Great cast, too. What an amazing cast in this movie. Yeah. Oh, Malkovich, my God. Like everybody. Reams, yeah. yeah. What was John, the rape? Gary Bichetti. What is it? Gary Bichetti? John Steve. Bichetti. Steve Bichetti. Oh, Steve Buscemi, Buscemi. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Garland Green. He plays Garland Green. Cusack. Yeah. Dave Chappelle being all crazy. Dave Chappelle, Cusack, yeah. Jamie Sandals. See, the thing is, like, like, how many movies do you remember a character's name, right? Like, I remember uh, Castor Troy Castor and Sean Troy. Archer, yeah. right? And yeah. then I remember Garland Green and uh, uh, Cyrus the Virus, right? Cyrus Cameron so Poe yeah. is, is a great name. Cameron Poe. Yeah, they're all great names. Cy Anara. <laughs> so cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> I want to pick. I want to pick Face Off because of John Woo, but he was sort of redoing what he's did in Hong Kong movies. Right. But aside from that, I mean, it's a solid movie. It's there's some goofy things in it for sure. But uh, but Con Air is so over the top. Like, what does one do when faced with such a choice? I feel like I've said this during the '80s tournament as well. You did. You did I say the, the exact word. I said the exact same. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Face Off or Con Air. And Connor has that ridiculous ending with how Cyrus the Virus dies. Oh, how he like, dies? It's so elaborate. It's insane. It's, yeah, it's, it makes no sense. Can I describe it real quick? Yes. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. He gets uh, handcuffed to a ladder on a on a runaway um, fire truck. Oh, yeah. The ladder like raises because Nicolas Cage raises the ladder. He like hits like an overpass, falls onto electric wires, they cut away to him falling on the electric wires, and they cut back, and he some, somehow ha- happens to be on, on a garbage heap. Yeah, like and a goes conveyor into belt. like a, a conveyor belt that like disposes of him, <laughs> yeah. and it's like how the fuck this was on like the strip. Where is yeah. this conveyor belt? Yeah, it just gets smushed. Then it just so, squishes yeah. his head or something. Yeah, it's so overdone and elaborate and complex, and it's like you can just shot him or like threw him yeah. throw him out a window or something. Jesus, he's great! There is great hair on Nick Cage in the, in the Con Air. Oh, he's he's jacked in that <laughs> movie too. Jacked. You can make rush. Best look at a camera you'll ever see. Oh, it's amazing. He does that really ridiculous roundhouse kick at the end. He takes up the entire screen. 
Ah, oh, fuck. Oh, I hate you, Tony. This is a tough <laughs> one. Because they're both He's ridiculous. Stalling for time. He's stalling for time here. I know, I know. I'm totally buying time. They are hey, both about ridiculous. The, yeah. About the weather today, huh, guys? <laughs> um, them dolphins sure do suck. I say vote with your heart and I'll break the tie. You can make it hard for rugs, yeah. Uh, well, a peach, I can eat a peach for hours. So I'm going to go with oh. Face Off. Oh, oh, Face Off moves on. It's a tighter film and it's Sean Wu and it's it's Cage and Travolta at, at the top of their game, I guess you could say. Yeah. Top-ish. Yeah. I think Rugs would have picked Face Off, but Rugs would is without that a doubt choice? Face yep. Off, a hundred percent, no contest. There you I go. love Con Air, but Face Off is fucking like an opera to it me. Is. Okay, yeah. Oh, it's, that, it's totally operatic. Yeah, when he grabs well, the girl's ass in the beginning as the priest. Oh yeah, and like yeah, like <laughs> so moans stupid. like silently. Oh, no, oh, he makes God. that face with his eyes yeah. Yeah, wide his open. Faces yeah. in this movie are amazing. Nicholas's cage is crazy eyes. That's yeah. a great yeah. cage matchup right there, though, Anthony. That's, that was a tough one. It's a good one. The next one, the number 11 seed, Mission Impossible, versus the number 22 seed, Hard Target. Oh, Ryan oh, Apollo God. versus John Woo. Rugboy, you're starting this off. Well, let's talk about this. All right. <laughs> Ryan De Palma made a movie with Tom Cruise, and it was a earnest, good movie. It was act- good acting, good direction, all that stuff. We don't need that shit in our tournament, okay? <laughs> we need the good shit exploding. Yes. We need all kinds of shit happening. So, uh, wait, what was the other movie? <laughs> hard Target. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, hard Target is a fucking ridiculously shitty movie that is made by one of the best action directors ever. And Jean-Claude Van Damme is, um, I, have, I don't know how many times I have to say this, but he'll empty two clips into somebody and then roundhouse kick them <laughs> and then yeah. double backflip yeah. through fire. Yeah. Okay. Like, and then talk to birds. Okay. <laughs> so like, like there is, yeah. Like Brian De Palma made like a, a real movie and we don't have time for that shit over here. This is, we're talking about action movies and, uh, Mission Impossible is a great movie, but I don't think it's a great action movie. It's just an okay action movie, but a good movie otherwise. And there you Sounds go. Sounds like hard you're hard target. Nice. Hard target. Oh. Up 1 0. Oh. Imran. Yeah. Hard target uh, yeah. or Mission Impossible? So, listen, Mission Impossible doesn't get good until these last few movies, until Chris McQuarrie comes, until Tom Cruise decides, I don't care. I'm going to try to kill myself as many different ways as I can. You film it. And we'll make a movie around it. Uh, it. There's great scenes. Him hanging from the ceiling is great. And then there's really just like one action scene at the end on the train. Hard target, though. Fucking Uncle Duvet. Uh, 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 what's his name? With di- I got diabetes. Uh, I just oh. had it. Wilford Brimley. Wilford Brimley. Wilford Brimley on a horse with a bow and arrow with explosions behind him. John Claude's mullet is mesmerizing. It is a character itself in this movie. Uh, Lance Henriksen, great bad guy. Love the John Woo style. I really love, like, I think this is one of Van Damme's best movies I've ever seen. I fucking love Hard Target. It's got to be Hard Target. Boom. The first upset of the tourney. Hard nice. Target over it's Mission Impossible. Definitely deserves it. Yeah. Bloody, do you agree with that? I agree. Yeah. I, I actually would have picked <laughs> Hard Target as well. So 
That would have been a four zero sweep. It's just a fun movie. Good movies have no place in this dojo. Okay, (laughs) good. (laughs) I I agree with Imran too. Mission Impossible. It's it's a solid movie. There's some definitely some tension when he's in the room trying to like get through all the 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 security, but hard target. I mean, that's just. I mean, that's an Mission Impossible, stylishly directed, very well acted. The acting on that in that movie is. Like leagues above, like hard target, you know. Like yeah. it's, it, it's just not even a. The script alone is just a masterful script. But the Van Dam yeah. bike flip over the truck, fucking stunt, and him just jumping, flipping through fire over and over again. Come on, yeah. him. Come on, look, look. You could take all of the great artistry of Mission Impossible, all right, all of De Palma's best fucking skills. You cannot even fucking do anything as soon as John Claude Van Damme parts his fucking long overcoat <laughs> to reveal his leg his as weapon. he's about to yeah use it like a fucking like a like a six gun like it's amazing. Like in a there's, there's only one movie where Van Damme or one, there's only one movie where the lead punches a rattlesnake in the head. Yeah, that's hard and then to yeah. Bites that the tail out. off. Come on, yeah. you gotta. It's amazing. So good. All right. Uh, this next one, John Bellotti Jr. The number six seed, Starship Troopers, oh. versus the number 27 seed, Under Siege. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Your favorite, Steve Hohn Sagal. I watched both of those movies religiously. Oh, really? Yeah. Which one do you but, like better, though? Well, they both have boobs. They yeah, they both, they both check both that have boobs. part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they both have uh, violence. Yeah. <laughs> Gratuitous violence. Uh, but only one has Casper Van Diem's jawline. <laughs> Casper. And uh, Michael Ironside. It's a tough one. It's a real tough one. But you know what? I already picked an Andrew Davis film, and it's a superior film. Uh, that's The Fugitive, yeah. Yeah, The Fugitive. Uh, Starship Troopers, without a doubt. And you know what? I didn't like Starship Troopers when I saw it in a theater as a kid, and I didn't really get it. And now that I get it, I'm like, oh, this movie's brilliant. So it's one of those things, one of those situations. Ooh, it grows on you. It really does. Rug boy, you hate you hate Seagal. Do you have it in you to pick Seagal over Starship Troopers? No fucking way. <laughs> I'm gonna pick Starship Troopers because it's ahead of its time. Yeah, in every single way, it's got great boobs in it, and um, it's just Paul fucking Verhoeven. Yeah, that's you know, that's all I gotta say. Yeah, fuck Paul this Davis dude. Yeah, we. No, just just for the record, that's Seagal's only movie in the tourney. There wasn't a lot of love for Seagal no. in the eighties or nineties from this cast. We we only picked one movie in the entire eighties or nineties for Seagal. He's like pudgy it nice in run. it too. He's, no he's, one liked him here. Yeah, and he's a complete asshole these days. So I don't have a ton of sympathy for him. So I mean, I, the only reason to watch Under Siege is for Erica Laniac's yes. naked parts. Well, that and and they like put a real cast around them. They put Tommy Lee Jones, Gary Busey. Yeah, they, that's they, right. They tried to. This this they were really putting lipstick on a fucking pig with this movie. More like military porn though. I like how you, I, I do like how they filmed it on an actual on, battleship. Die Hard on, on a battleship. Boat. Yeah, on a boat with <laughs> homegrown terrorists this yep. time. Yeah. Well, there you go. So, Imran, the number seven seed. Oh boy. Point Break. Oh. I'm an FBI agent <laughs> versus the number twenty six seed, Lethal Weapon Four. Huh. Jet Lee. The Hongs. That whole scene where they're fucking doing laughing at. Yo, oh baby. my god. Whoa, with, baby. With baby. <laughs> and then you got uh Joe Pesci just going, okay, 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 wait, okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. Okay. 
uh, Chris Rock. There's, a, I just watched this. There's a lot. I didn't remember a lot of it. I don't think I ever watched it. Which there, one? Lethal, lethal Weapon, Weapon 4. Oh, there is a lot going on in this movie. You got, you know, Riggs is having a baby. Murtaugh's going to be a grandfather. Uh, and uh, there's, there's. Did anybody know what that guy was doing with the fucking flamethrower in the beginning of the movie? Nope. No, he was just no, some no, random no one does. flamethrower guy. That, it's, it's what just was the point of that? Murtaugh to be out there in his boxers and then making fun of him. <laughs> yes, so that there was a newspaper clipping. Yes, and then he takes off his clothes and does the chicken dance. It's so ridiculous. And this is like, it's the last Lethal Weapon movie, and you really. They're like playing caricatures of the characters that they started with at this oh, yeah. point. It's evol- it's at this point it's nothing like the first one. It's there's there's a lot of comedy, but it's so cartoony and it's almost like a sitcom. Like that whole laughing gas scene was like a TV show. I was like, what is this happening here? But you got Jet Li being badass. Ah uh, man. And then you got Swayze Keanu as uh, in the bromance. Bodie, Johnny Utah. Bodie, Johnny Utah. Another great name. Uh, Gary Busey, also in this one. In this movie. Good guy in this movie. A good guy. Lori Petty. Catherine Bigelow. Directing. Uh, yeah. And great chase scene through the streets. The uh, There's boobs. There's Ooh. boobs in it. You know, the iconic president's masks. Uh, bank robbing. Presidents. The dead presidents. Yeah, the bank robbing scene that. Which is always fun. I think for me, man, Lethal Weapon was kind of, you know, he wants to, is he, he's directing another one, Mel Gibson for 2023. They're going to start shooting a five. Oh, yeah. Christ. He's like 66 years old. Um, Lethal Weapon not being the best of the series at all. So I got to give it to Point Break. Point Break is fantastic movie. Uh, Point Break. Yeah. Up 1 0. Jonathan. Oh, but Point Break. I mean, come on. There's That's no his rain. favorite movie. Uh, it's like my favorite yeah. movie. Why do you think I'm going out to L.A. this week? Come on, <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like I'm going to go look at Point Break locations. You're going to go, go to the, the movie locations. Wow. I'm going to go to the sandwich shop where he got two for Pappas. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to go to the beach. I'm thinking I'm staying at the beach. Oh, we're going to go to Neptune's Net, oh which God. is where he meets Lori Petty. Yeah, I have like the whole thing. Like, You're doing out. a Point, Point Break, Break tour. Oh, no, I'm not, I'm not going. I just out have, to, I had, I'd have, have to say a eulogy for Lethal Weapon Four, and that is, I, I saw Lethal Weapon Four as a kid in oh, the theater, oh. and I had no idea at the time who Jet Li was. Yeah. And I came out of that movie going, "That Jet Li is a fucking crazy bastard. That guy's a monster." <laughs> like, I, I was scared of that character. Yeah, he's a fucking badass in that movie. They stick a fucking rod through him, and he still keeps fighting. Yeah, they, yeah. I love the scene where they they both are like leaving. And Jet Li like realizes that they'd killed his brother. Yeah, and they're like, "Should we go talk to him?" We're gonna have to. Ask and they him. like want to see if they still got it. Yeah. And they try to like go back and kick his ass, and he's kicking both their ass at the same time. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, what, so. you know what doesn't make sense about that movie? I'm just gonna go on a little side tangent. Go ahead. The first movie, Riggs has that incredible fight scene that he's doing jujitsu and kung fu yeah, in yeah. the front lawn. And by that movie, he's like forgot it all. Like it wasn't <laughs> even oh, right. No. Yeah. Like, you know, they, they play up the age aspect and that's understandable because, you know, you just get older, but like all of a sudden you just didn't know martial arts anymore. It's like, wait, what? Well, and you also, it's Richard Donner, right? And he did all yep. the movies. So I just have to point out, it has like great nineties action physics, right? Where the, where he's getting trailed on the trailer and he's holding on with a piece of plastic and a table. And it's just that table would have been destroyed right, right away. And he's holding out the thing. But then when they jump off the freeway, into like the fourth floor of an office building, drive mm. through the floor and jump back on the freeway because, of course, it curved around the building right there perfectly and land. I was like, wow, 
Wow, that's something. Those that action sequence is fucking insane. It's, it was wild. I was Dude, like, that's a good action some scene. Some insane yeah. shit on that. Like I don't know. Like that movie's a it it. it in a lot of ways, fucking badass, but it's a cartoon at the same time. It is time. a complete yeah. cartoon. Yeah, I completely agree with all that. Number 10 seed, Die Hard with a Vengeance ah. versus the number 23 seed, Get Off My Plane, Air Force One. Oh, oh. Die Hard on Air Force One versus oh. Die Hard 3. Rug Boy, who you got? Die Hard 3? Yeah, Die Hard with a Vengeance is, the part, is part three. Hmm. Oh, this is interesting. This is interesting. John McTiernan comes back to you got Die Hard. Sam Jackson, buddy cop, buddy like cop thing, playing Zeus. Yeah, reluctant pals got to work together. I think that this was the comeback for Dick McTiernan, and it was a uh, cut above what uh, Rennie Harlan did with Die Hard Two, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, what was the other one we got? And Air got, Force uh, One. Well, who was that? Peterson? Wolfgang Peterson. This was Wolfgang Peterson yeah. with uh, Harrison Ford and uh, Gary Oldman as the Russian bad guy. Now, both of these are really good movies. Yeah. Both of oh, these are, are really good. Uh, Harrison Ford did a great job with this one. And just in general, um, both of these movies are, are, are big. But I'm going to give it to... I'm going to give it to... Um, the Die Hard Three. Oh, Die Hard Three. Oh, shit. Ooh. Yeah. Good. Imran, says, oh. What you got? Oh. Oh well, and I rewatched these two movies recently. Also, Die Hard with a Vengeance is so '90s, and there's like weird, like stuff you can't do today, like just the opening scene of him wearing that's him wearing the N word on his fucking street sign. Oh my god, in Harlem. And it's weird. They mentioned like the 9-11 bombing from 93. They meant there's a Yugo reference. Remember Yugo's, the shitty cars? It's also the World Trade Center bombing. Oh, the World Trade Center. Yes. In 93. And the World Trade Center heavily featured in this movie. And while watching it again, there are scenes in this movie that reminded me of like 9-11 scenes a little bit. Right. There's fucking bombs going off, people running. It was kind of weird to see all this uh, after the fact it was done before. Uh, The movie is paced. Okay. I feel like in the middle, it gets weird when they leave the city and there's the tunnel and it kind of loses focus. It has a helicopter ending scene like a lot of these movies do. And then rewatching Air Force One. I, re- I really, I really love this movie. Like it was tight. It was thrilling. They didn't waste any time getting right into it. Uh, Harrison Ford is a badass president. Gary Oldman is just ruthless. Just murdering lots of, people. Lots of Gary Oldman screaming. Yes, lots of him mad as in his Russian <laughs> accent, shooting what people he does in the best. head. I, I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna put this in a tie. I'm gonna go Air Force One. I, Ooh. Yeah, Bellotti. Who you got? Um, I already know who you got. I know. Go I know you know what I got. <laughs> you got. I got what you need. Um, yeah, yeah. Style with a vengeance, without a doubt. Ow. Without a doubt. I, I do agree with Emron. It does do that little weird tangent in the middle. And there's like the scene where he gets shot out of the, the water tunnel and Zeus happens to be like riding past him yes. at that, like that. Logistically, it makes no yes. sense. <laughs> it's like right fucking, he's, he's just like looking out of the car and yeah. he happens to see McLean firing out of the tunnel. <laughs> I think it's a it's, funny scene. It's hilarious, but it's like, what are the chances he would be driving past on the sawmill? 
Parkway. <laughs> seeing that that's that's like my biggest pet peeve with that movie and the end is a little like like how he figures out where he is and then like the helicopter it's like oh man yeah, the end is kind of anticlimactic i thought it was like sure like a fist fight but i guess yeah you know i don't know gruber's brother yeah jeremy well, they, irons they, was great though he was great and yeah. I, I know they did reshoot the ending because the original ending was mclean tracking him down to like a cafe in Europe or something, and he plays a game with Simon. Uh-huh. Did you, do you guys ever see that? No, I didn't know that. Oh, it's on YouTube. And he like says, I have a game for you, and he spins a bazooka around. <laughs> and he oh, says, wow. like, guess, you know, he answers wrong, and he, he fires a bazooka and, like, blows him out of, like, the doorway or something. It's crazy. But, yeah, it's on YouTube. Check it out. But that wow. was the only, yeah, it was, that would have been a lot cooler than the helicopter. Um, but, yeah, without Crashing a doubt. Crashing into a power line. Yeah. Yeah. Th- without a doubt, it's Die Hard 3. Because Wolfgang three. Peterson, he's he's like a competent Roland Emmerich, if that makes sense. Yeah, like his, I can see that. It's like similar shit, and it's as cheesy, and like my parents would love his, my parents yeah. love all his movies, and that's like a barometer for me to know, like, I don't, I won't like a movie. <laughs> well, I'll argue that it is a very tight, like Imran said, very tight movie. It is a very that tight That does movie. its job very competently. Yeah, right. And it has a gloss of it, uh, of like money. Like right. it doesn't look cheap at all. It looks like they spent the money really well, but for some reason, Die Hard just has moments in it that I liked. Like, cause that movie's just very uh, by the numbers. It's just like Harrison Ford's got to save his family, and that's cool. Yeah. But like, there's moments of comedy in, in Die Hard. There's moments of moments of weird shit in Die Hard that's just fun to remember and watch. When you, yeah, yeah. Very I, I will say I rewatched Air Force One pretty recently because Imran said it was on Netflix, and I did see it, and uh, I really liked Air Force One. Yes, I've seen it before. It's a very good Die Hard ripoff, yeah. but uh, when you're going up against the King, which is Die Hard, I guess you got to go with Die Hard 3. Yep. So, Next one here, the number 15 seed, Rush Hour, versus the number 18 seed, The Last Boy Scout. Buddy Cop, Showdown, Rug Boy, who you got? <laughs> Wow, I recently watched Rush Hour, and I fucking hate Brett Ratner. I just say that <laughs> right, out, right out the gate. Um, I did think that there was moments where it really, really works, and there's moments where it doesn't. But um, overall, it's a fun movie. And what's the other one that's going up against? The Last Boy Scout. The Last Boy Scout's just fucking, fucking incredible. It's like they're not like one's a comedy that has good moments in it, and the other one's just a fucking great fucking movie. I'm gonna pick the last Boy Scout. Last Boy Scout goes up one uh-huh. zero. You got Damon. I love Marlon. Jackie Chan, but yeah, yeah. Jack, you got Damon Wayans with a blown up hand riding a horse, throwing a football <laughs> with that blown up hand two hundred thousand yards yes, into the press box, accurately and breaking someone's nose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You got Billy Blanks as a football player just shooting people during a football game in the rain. Shooting himself in the head, yeah. yeah. Life's a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Imran, who you got? You got a buddy cop comedy with Jackie Chan in it, or you got a buddy cop dark comedy? So, I re- again, re- recently rewatched both of these, and Rush Hour is fun, and it, like, you know, it started a great franchise. Chris Tucker, Jackie Chan do have great chemistry. He made me laugh a lot. But <laughs> good God. Yeah. No. Yeah. Can you radio do this? Never touch a black man's radio. Which one of y'all hit me? 
That's my favorite. Uh, but I, but it, it, it's but it was a lot more comedy that I thought than action. There's some great action, some great Jackie Chan scenes, and of course he's doing all his stunts. It's crazy. But the last Boy Scout. It's a script from Shane Black. It's from Tony Scott. I love Tony Scott. I love his lighting. I love his direction, and it is dark. Uh, but you know, it has a great scene with Bruce Willis telling somebody how he's gonna kill him. And then doing it, even though he's tied up, like I'm gonna break into, shove it into your brain. Timmy was like, "You hit me one more time, I'm gonna kill you." Yeah, you touch me one more time. Can I have a cigarette now? Yeah. Get a light. But like, yeah, he's just think badass. about They're both cops that suck at their They're job. Horrible at their job. Like my favorite scene in Rush Hour is when the fucking the chief is telling him that he's got this big FBI oh, yeah. job. Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, "Oh my god, I'm, I'm moving up to the big leagues," and they're all like laughing <laughs> no, at him, like he's, and I'm, it's, it's funny. They're taking the piss. I'm, I gotta go with the last Boy Scout. Ooh, Final mild, decision. mild upset, but yeah. these are very close movies. Yeah. I, I gotta say, I, I love the last Boy Scout. Rush Hour is a big part of my childhood, so I'll pour one out for Rush Hour oh. just because. There's so many funny lines in that movie that you just can't get away with now. Yes, with Jackie Chan walking in the bar and being. What's up, ma? And says the N-word. And then he gets his ass kicked for it. Or he has to kick all the yes, black guys' ass. Said it like, twice. you can't do that shit now. Yo, Die Hard with a Vengeance. I mean, sorry, Lethal Weapon 4 has a lot of, like, homophobic jokes and racial jokes. Oh, yeah. In it. Oh, yeah. These, mo- these movies are littered with, with yeah. terrible... Greatness. Like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm all right, this is, all right. This is the last matchup of the first round, guys. And this is a time travel matchup. They oh. got T2 Judgment Day, the two seed, versus the number 31 seed, Time Cop. Oh, God. Come on. Oh, come on. What is this, like a joke? <laughs> this time Cop. Have any time shot, Cop chance. by far, okay? <laughs> Shit. You're not serious. Who's going no, first? No, Terminator 2. That's not even a, come on. Next. <laughs> let's go to round two. This is Rug come Boy, on. should we close this out? <clears throat> yeah, let's do this the right way. Uh, time Cop. You know, you got John Claude Van Damme. He's got a mullet, which always like adds another level to Van Damme's. <laughs> He's in his underwear doing a split while electrocuting people. That's fantastic, which is great. Um, for some reason, he goes, he gets to somewhere in a car, but then falls out of the sky. <laughs> yes, how does that work? And then how the fuck does he get back? Where's the car? Never where's the future? Where's the future uh, time machine car? <laughs> When he needs to go back to where the fuck he is, nobody knows. <laughs> James Cameron obviously thought about this a little bit better. And so I'm going to give it to Terminator 2 just because James Cameron fucking just figured this shit out just a little more. Hasta you know, that's Vista, the only Time reason. Cop. Hasta la Vista. I got to say, I really enjoyed watching Time Cop. It doesn't make any doesn't make a ton of sense, but you have some nice boobs in the beginning. Good and mullet. And Van Damme doing the splits on a washer or on like a kitchen counter or a washer dryer. I forget what the hell it is. Yeah, who cares? He does, a, this he does the splits twice, I believe, in that movie, which is. Well, with that, guys, we are in the Sweet 16, and I think it's time to go to commercial break. Yes, we will take a quick break here. I'm going to play some promos, and we're going to come back, finish out the next rounds, and come up with a winner right after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. Attention podcast listeners and YouTube watchers. I'm Logan, the host of Mostly Superheroes, a weekly pursuit for the world's best stories with an emphasis on live-action superhero stuff. Every week, join me, PC Mike, The Giggler, Scotty Scoop, and Carrie as we talk MCU, DCU, books, TV, movies, and more. 
MostlySuperheroes.com is where you want to be. Watch us on YouTube, listen where you get your podcasts, and we'll see you Monday, Sunday on Patreon. Enjoy the rest of the show. Hey there, everyone. Brian here, host of TV Trivia Pod. It's a trivia-style podcast focusing on TV and movies. Listen in for questions like, what's the name of Michael Scott's screenplay? What do you say to view the Marauder's map? And what's everyone eating in the post credit scene of Avengers? Play along to TV Trivia Pod anywhere you get podcasts. And stay tuned for more trivia! Doc and Nerd Listener, if you enjoy the show, make sure you join our awesome fan club to give back. Visit jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. Jock and Nerd! You can support the show on a monthly or annual basis, and you get stuff, and you get the benefit of having the show come out and feel like you're part of the show. Part of that some Patreon community, they get stuff like an exclusive podcast feed where the shows come out early. You can listen to the bonus show where we figured out these 32 movies, how we picked them. That was also difficult, and it's a fun listen. Uh, you can join us on our Discord Hangouts once a month. It will be next week, this month, December. Oh, it's this week, December 29. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, we have a Discord this week. I just uh, forgot, and I remember it again. See you there. I'll be there. And lots of other fun stuff. Visit the Patreon, jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. Okay, Anthony, back into it. We are in the sweet 16, fellas, so we got through from 32 to 16. A lot of these matchups were, were, were admittedly some mismatches, but I think it's going to get progressively more difficult as we go along. And we're starting this off with the number one seed again, The Matrix versus the number 16 seed, Blade. Whoa. Imran, who oh, you got? Fuck. Oh, you're going to start with me. Shit. You know, if it wasn't for The Blade... You don't get to the Matrix. We talked about, we reviewed Blade recently, and we talked about how there's a lot of early Matrix shit in there. There's a little bit of bullet time. He's wearing the long black coat, trench coat, trench coat. silver, or not silver, excuse me, leather. Leather and the glasses. You got techno music. You got techno music. You got lots of shooting and violence. Some great scenes. Fuck. And then, you know, even the jump in the Blade where he does the jump from building the building. It's like the jump in the Matrix. Where, oh, where they're kind of like floating, denying physics. They have superpowers. It does have the first superhero landing. And then the Wachowskis just kind of have the benefit of the whole decade and the previous decade and the advancements in technology and slip in, you know, in 99 with the Matrix, which fucking blew my mind, which absolutely blew my fucking mind. But. Credit has to be given to what they were influenced by. Fuck. I'm going to say the Matrix. Matrix up one. Ugh. Nil. That was painful. Jonathan. Um, we got. I'm going to go with the Matrix. Oh. For this one. But doesn't mean I'm a huge fan of the Matrix. But you're, you're picking oh. the Matrix. Why, why the Matrix? It's just a better movie. It's um, the style, the stylized action, even though it's, I have a hard time with the matrix. I really do. Cause it's so fucking derivative of everything else. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, but there's just some really beautiful cinematography in that movie. And blade doesn't quite have that cinematography. Yeah. However, I do understand Emron's points, but uh, I'm going to go with the matrix. Cause it's just a better made film. 
with better sets. That's another thing too. Yeah. Right. It's a better made film, but again, I have my issues with it. So that's my pick. Matrix. Moving on. Despite Bilotti's reservations of picking wow. Matrix. Yeah. Oh, this next one is uh, is a doozy, guys. We got the eight seed, The Crow, versus the nine seed, Speed. Rug boy. Oh man. What do you got? Oh my god. Eric Draven yeah. versus Jack Traven. Oh, you got Draven <laughs> versus Draven. I like how you did that. Brandon Lee, Keanu Reeves. Keanu basically takes whatever Brandon Lee would have been doing. Yeah. If he was alive. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Who you got, Rug? Well, think about this. The Crow is as it is a it is a spiritual experience. It is um, something that stayed with me a long time. I saw it when I was, uh, you know, my my twenties, and it really affected me. Uh, his death affected me very much, Brandon Lee. I thought it was kind of poignant. Um, there's not a lot of movies like like The Crow. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of movies like Speed now. There's plenty. Like you can't. It's a formula, and um, I really think that the the crow is poetic. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give that since in, in the terms of artistry of it being original and not like anything else. I'm gonna go with the crow. Ooh, mm. crow. Mm. Imran, oh fuck! Are you going the crow or are you going speed? I mean, what are we talking? We're talking about action movies, right? Action. We are talking about action movies. I love the crow. I don't get me wrong. I read the comic book. I was in like art school in Brooklyn when it came out, and the comic book was all dark and moody, and it was exactly my bag at the time. And I remember when this all went down. But we're talking action. The action and the speed is pretty fucking good and holds up. Still today, the tension, it is formulaic. It, it, like, it, it is formulaic, but I think it, it upped that diehard formula to another level. Uh, absolutely. It, uh, it, it, it did it kind of... Ticking time bomb. Yeah. Speed like the bus. Ticking like clock the with the speed yeah. limit was very, yeah. very compelling. Dennis Hopper gets his head knocked off at the end. It's fucking great. Great, great villain death. <clears throat> I mean, there's some kind of... There's some bad green screen on top of the train there at the end, but a lot of the bus stuff, you could tell, was all... But I love the crow. I love the crow so much. Didn't say this was going to be easy, Imran. Motherfucker, there is great action scenes. Move and you're dead. I say you can't. You can't. You can't leave it to Bilotti. (laughs) (laughs) Use some strategy. I'm trying to think. What are the action scenes? There's a lot of shootouts in the crow. Well, they kill. He shows up in the 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 warehouse or not in the warehouse at the where all the the bad guys and they the shoot him they yeah. think he's dead and he comes back up and starts shooting the everyone. Gang. Oh, the gang meeting shootout with the yeah. table. There was a long table. That was great. Um it, but and the soundtrack was fucking fantastic. Uh and it is again, it's different than but they're just too different. They're really. so different. Like you know, there's no <laughs> terrorist. It's not a diehard clone. Uh it's got elements of things that were like in blade. Fuck, 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 fuck. Let's uh I might have Bilotti handle this. I'm going to give it the speed. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Let's see. Bilotti. It's action wow. Speed or the crow? Defend. 
you know, Rogue Boy made a lot of really valid points. Uh, and I'm still upset that Brandon Lee died because he would have been Neo. He would have been the one. So I agree with all that stuff. Uh, my pick is The Crow. It's just, oh. for me, it's, Ooh. it just means more to me, that movie. And Speed is, is good, but there's a lot of like weird little lines like, don't spit on my bus, Annie. Or, uh, <laughs> when, when the SWAT captain yells at the poor fucking camera guy, he's like, run it, run it. Like there's a lot of like weird lines and overdubs in that movie that just like annoy me. Mm. Uh, and the crow is just moody. It's stylistic. It's the best of, you know, Hong Kong action and John Woo, you know, style, moody, goth, uh, you know, dreariness. And, um, I mean, yeah, there's no Sandra Bullock, but Hey, you know, you got to take, your, wow, we got an upset here. Yeah. Wow. Big time. I mean, and I love well, the, crow. the crow was ranked ahead. So this oh, is even, is the, the, but these oh. were both, I mean, eight, nine, that's like right on they're both right there. I love the crow, but I had to argue on the action on the action point. That alone. makes sense. No, this I, is action I don't have notes. any problem with either. I, I, I would have picked speed, but crow, the, the arguments, there's, there's no good art. Like yeah. both are great yeah. arguments. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Man. That's a tough match. Next one might be a, considered a tough matchup. We'll see. The number five seed, Total Recall, versus the number 12 seed, The Rock. Rug Boy, who you got? Oh, this is mm. tough. That is a tough one. Because Bay's best movie? Bay's, one of Bay's best films besides The Island. The Island, yeah. Island's That's great. like those two. These two are his best movies. So then you got uh, Paul Verhoeven's. Uh, not. I don't think it's his best movie. I think Ro- RoboCop is his best film. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but great, great movie nonetheless. Uh, but I did enjoy this movie immensely when I saw it. I don't know if which movie it's better. I really don't know. What's your heart tell you? I feel like I just. <laughs> I I don't know. I feel like. I know in my heart, I feel like that Arnold's got Terminator 2 in the bag for this. Uh, like, nothing's going to beat Terminator 2. So, I could probably lose an Arnold film and he'll still be in the top four. But. But is that what your heart, what your gut says? No, I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go with fucking. Like, The Rock is a great movie, but it just doesn't have Arnold in it. <laughs> you love Arnold. And I do love Arnold. I love everything about Arnold. I'm all all Arnold all the time. If Nick Cage versus Arnold is going to be a tough matchup. So I'm going to go with Total Recall. Total Recall. Thanks. Imran. Oh. Uh, Well. Nick Cage, Sean Connery, Michael Bean. Michael Bean. Three generations of action stars in one movie. Ed Harris being fucking badass, too. Yeah. Ed Harris. Yeah. Michael Bean, one of the in that, yeah. most underrated motherfuckers out there. Tony Todd and Bokeem Woodbine. Let's not forget. Yeah, There's Dave Chappelle. Yeah. No, that's Connor. What? Going backwards here. It's like you also got Total Recall. You got the Schwarzenegger, Ironside, Ronnie Cox, Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone looking amazing. Three boobs. Uh, yeah. I mean, for the movie that resonates, that sticks to me out of both of these, the movie that I that I loved, it was the world building and the uh, three boobs movie of Total Recall. I think I got to go Total Recall. Total Recall. Moving on to the Elite Eight. Oh, Next over the one. Rock. That's rough. Over the Rock. Yeah. Sorry, The Rock. We're, we are not welcome at The Rock anymore. <laughs> 
the number four seed, the fifth element, versus the number 13 seed, True Lies. Jonathan. Oh, 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 boy. Oh. Luke Besson versus James Cameron. I'm going to go with True Lies. Whoa, shit, really? I am. I, you know, sometimes it's just a matter of like what movie I can sit through on rewatches more than others. Mm-hmm. And the fifth element, it's just Luke Bassan, he's a good director, but his middles always drag. Not that True Lies, the middle doesn't drag a little bit, but there's just a lot more relatable stuff going on in True Lies than in the fifth element. So that's going to be Ooh. my pick, guys. Rug Sorry. Boy, is True Lies going to upset fifth element? I'm going to go with Fifth Element. Oh. Ooh. And why is that? On, I, not because I have any reason. I just want to leave it to Imran. <laughs> All right. No. All right. Imran, we're going to see her. You have in Haw, maybe. <laughs> oh, shit. We got mm, Total Recall's moving on. We got a lot of Arnold, but again, Cameron versus Bassan. Fucking hell. True Lies is a really fun movie. How you feeling now, Imran? Not you got the big, this up, big, big boy pants on. Not his <laughs> best up. movie. Fifth Element, it's great sci-fi, uh, and you got Bruce Will. Oh, fuck me, Multipass. Uh, Lilo Dallas Multipass is great. Mm, mm, mm. Um, I'm gonna go. Fuck, I got shit, shit, shit. <laughs> For the sheer '90s of it. I'm going True Lies, everybody. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, shit. I'm True Lies. Knocking out a top four seed in the fifth element. That was probably the right pick. Oh, shit. Like, Let's see if Cameron can take down Cameron. Let's see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Those They've moved on to the Elite Eight. All right. Oh, that was hard. <laughs> Jonathan. Yo. The number three seed, The Fugitive, versus the number 14 seed, I want to take his face off. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> What's what, what was that great line from the last tournament? Taste versus tasteless. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was a rugby right. line that, that, get, that should get a ton more credit. That makes yeah. me laugh every time. It was time Roadhouse and something else. I can't remember. Raiders, yeah. Raiders, yeah. <laughs> it's, I, don't oh, think, it, I don't think face off is as tasteless as Roadhouse. <laughs> no, it's definitely not as no, it's definitely not as tasteless, but it's mm. always the same. It's always fucking Harrison Ford that's getting the ass end of this. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> three, the Fugitive at the number three versus Face Off. Fugitive or Face Off. Oh, oh this is this is it. This is that. That's a tough one. It's, it's, it's a tough tough one. These are two very good movies. They are very good movies. <sighs> different, though. Very different. Very, diff- very <laughs> like different. light years different from each other. I think I'm going to go with face off on this oh. one. I'm going to go face off. Oh, interesting. It's just more enjoyable and it's just, it's, you know, 90s excess at its finest. And yeah. it's no, it's not a knock on a fugitive. But I think the acting is a little better in a fugitive and it's more grounded, I guess you can say. But face off just. I don't know, man. It's the, such high concept stuff, and it's so entertaining. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just very entertaining. I agree. I agree. Rugs, I know what you're going to pick, but uh, <laughs> we're going let you, to let, you, let you do it. We're going let to you, let you do it right now. Sometimes you watch a movie because <laughs> it's – because, you know, it, it, it's a good movie. You know, you, you sit down and you're like, let me watch a movie that makes sense. 
And that's when you watch The Fugitive. You know, Harrison Ford, he's doing his thing. Tommy Lee I mean, Jones are all acting. They're trying to figure out who killed his wife. And it's all written very well, directed very well, acted very well. I don't have time for that yes, shit. That's right. <laughs> all right. I, I want to see fucking this. crazy shit. I want to see fucking slow-mo bullets. I want to see fucking like uh, Nicolas Cage grab a girl's ass and make a weird face. I want to see all the shit that's in Face Off. It's one of my fucking favorite movies, and I'm going with that. And fuck everybody else. Whoa, Face Off, the nice. upset. We're now we're seeing some upsets here. Face Off, moving on. I'll interject here and I'll say I freaking love The Fugitive. I think it's a great movie, but Face Off is the pick. I, I'm Face okay off. with this too. Yes, Face Off is the pick. And don't knock the acting on Face Off. You got Nicolas Cage and John Travolta acting you're like right. each other, yes. acting like themselves. Right. Each other, yes. but three some, levels of acting. Yes, it's insane. <laughs> but but there's some people who like to smell their own farts <laughs> and like talk about acting, and then they'll dismiss that movie. No, don't, don't dismiss no, Face Off. No, Fugitive. Even though it was a three seed, is a nice run. It has no. It should not be ashamed to lose to the Face Off in the '90s action tournament. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, no, that's all right. Yeah. Next one. Wow. The sixth seed, Starship Troopers mm. versus the number 22 seed, Hod Target Imran. Oh, son of a bitch. Another Paul Verhoeven. Paul Verhoeven, aliens, <sighs> blood, subtext, hard target, roundhouse kicks with bullets in the body. What do you got? <laughs> Listen, Punch a snake or kill an alien? What do you want? I, you know, again, Verhoeven with this commentary. With this, uh, you know, a political almost a uh, little dig at military and, uh, you know, a lot of things taken from Nazi propaganda films that I was actually I, I was watching some clips of this, that alien fucking attack at the end. It still holds up CGI wise. So uh, super violent, lot, good action. There's boobs in this one. However, you got fucking. Mullet, you got an amazing mullet. You got Chad Wu. There's something about Chance Boudreau that leaves an impression. Him and Uncle Duvie hold a, 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 a close place in my heart. And uh, so we already got the. To- I'm gonna. I'm giving this to Hard Target. This is an Ooh. essential '90s action movie that is just so much fun. Yes, Hard Target. Yeah, I'm gonna go John Wu up one nil. Jonathan. You have it in wow. you to put hard target over Starship Troopers? I don't. I do not. <laughs> I cannot do it. I, my soul will not rest tonight if I do that. Um, John Woo has better movies. We all know that. You, you can't put hard target over Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers is fantastic. And the CGI still holds up. And it was like, what, 1997? It does, it does look very good. It was 1997. You were right. Yeah. And, in, uh, you know, there's no mullets were harmed in the making of that movie. <laughs> Well, my pick is it's Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers. Rugboy, I think this is a tough pick. We got. Fuck you, John Bellotti Jr. Oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck you for doing this. Listen, John Woo has better movies, but he does not have another movie with Van Damme, does he? That's, That's true. true. All right. Now, I was about to say that, and then you ruined it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but uh, Imran thinks like my brain. <laughs> He's got the same brain. He's inside there. Yeah, uh, yeah, so yes, uh, Bilotti's right. There are a lot of John Woo movies that, and he's doing like his best of in this, in Hard Target. 
Starship Troopers is a fucking good movie. It's ahead of its time. It's They dumped a lot of money into that movie. It's not like a B movie in any way. It's a real fucking movie. Um, It's a satire. It's got levels. Hard Target has no levels. <laughs> the only level it's got is John Claude is sexy and kicking your ass a lot. All right. No, he's only going to kick your ass. He's going to kick your ass more in this movie than any other movie. Because he's going to kill you and then keep fighting you. <laughs> and um, I got to I gotta congratulate that. I got to congratulate John Woo for going in that. Le- I don't think he does that in any other movie of his. No. I don't think in any other movie does someone empty out two clips, set someone on fire, and then uh, fucking and then kick him. They kick him across the face. There's, there's no this, movie that he does that the, in, except for with John Claude right, Van Damme. Right, the Van Damme. Woo. We're getting treated yeah. to the thickest eyebrows on a skinny girl <laughs> with a gravelly smoking voice. We're getting treated to Wilford Brimley on horseback yeah. shooting an arrow and lighting his fucking meth cabin on fire. <laughs> like, you are seeing fucking just cinematic greatness on every level. Uh, I'm not, you know, whatever. Star Trek Troopers is a great movie, but Hard Target is, it's like a unicorn. All right. And you got to like, fuck, you got to fucking pet the unicorn. So there you go. Hard Target. Oh, hard target. Pick? Yeah. Yes. Oh. oh, my God. Hard Target. Of moving on. Damn. <laughs> I got to step in and say, I have no problem with that pick either. Oh, I, love, I like Hard Target. I like Starship Troopers. Yeah, they're both good. But I like Hard Target. Hard Target. Moving on. To the Elite Eight. Whoa. This next one is a very tough matchup. And we will start with the number seven seed, Point Break, against the number 10 seed, Die Hard with a Vengeance. Imran, we oh, got. Oh, fuck. You got to start with me on this one. Um, die Hard with a Vengeance. I forgot this one made through. Yes, that's right. Versus ah, Catherine Bigelow. Hmm. What? Oh boy. Well, there's one that's clearly like a better movie. And then is there? That doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I mean, just I think. Well, maybe not. Like, well, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. Stop thinking, Imran. Uh. Hmm. I think since this is uh fuck. Like, I want to give Bruce Willis some props. He managed to make it through this far. And the 90s, what's good for him? All his movies made it to the second round. Oh, interesting. Interesting. We got some Keanu movies. But Swayze is really good in that movie. But action-wise, uh, there's some crazy shit in Die Hard with a Vengeance, right? There's, well, there's definitely yeah. some action in Die Hard. There's some, some great uh, driving. See, he drives through Central Park. Uh, shit gets blown up. There's more explosions. It's more explodey. Then it's really long though. Fuck, this is hard. Uh, I'm gonna say. <laughs> I want. I'm just for the ex- for explodiness. I'm giving it to Die Hard. I want to say Die Hard with a vengeance. Die Hard up one zero. Melody, I know you're going out to Cali. Are you still riding with Point Break? Uh, ride or die, baby. Point break. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Oh boy. This leaves it up to Rug Boy. Again. Point break. 
Die Hard with a wow, Vengeance. Wow, this is a tough one because. Yeah, one of them is clearly a better film in some ways. See, I, th- I thought that too. Wow. Die Hard's good. It's got Sam Jackson. It's got irreverent jokes. It's got uh, f- some funny parts and New York humor because it takes place in New York. Yep. Which I like about the film. The only Die Hard movie, I believe, that has, um, what's his name? John McClane, who's a New York cop, actually in New York. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And 90s New York, too, which is what I remember. Yeah, 90s New York. In the middle of summer. Yeah. In the middle of the hottest day of summer. Yep. And we got Keanu Reeves trying to be an FBI agent. Trying to be a surfer. He's an FBI agent. Yeah, yeah, well, he's trying to be both. Trying to be an actor in that movie, too. Yeah, be an actor. Yes. It really is the flip of a coin here because they're both... They're both worthy of watching. But you know what? I feel like is Die Hard 3 the best of the Die Hard movies? No, of course not. And I'll say Die Hard 1 is. Yeah. So I'm going to give it to Point Break. Point Break. Moving on. That was a tough pick. I I like both of these movies for different reasons, but yeah. uh, that was a tough one. Last one in the Sweet 16. We're going T2 Judgment Day as the number two seed. Versus the 18 seed, the last Boy Scout. Imran, <laughs> oh, no. Got? oh, fuck. Well, last Boy Scout. It's a great movie. You've been great. Tony Scott, one of my favorite directors. Uh, but you're going up against an unstoppable movie. A movie that I was so obsessed over. Terminator 2. I read the novel beforehand. I was at that age. This is before the internet I bought the magazines. I read up on all the stunts and the effects. I read the book. It's got to be Terminator 2 uh, with just an amazing original idea expanded from his first movie. Yes. Jonathan, you concur. I concur. D2. Any reason why or is it just not just stay in the obvious? I mean, it's the obvious, but I personally don't really like Last Boy Scout. There you I go. had a hard time with that movie. <laughs> it's a dark Very movie. No, but- so it, Last Boy Scout is a is a fucking yeah. It's real dark. <laughs> I mean, you can't like you know what the thing is. It's like T two is just a mammoth. Yeah, there's yeah. no chance. Yeah, like the Last yeah. Boy has, Boy Scout has no chance against <laughs> it. Like it really doesn't. Like it really. <clears throat> no, like T no. two is just such an epic movie. Just you could just take the scene with. Sarah Connor in the beginning, and that's better than all of Last Boy Scout. You mean in, with, in the in the psych ward? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, where she's freaking yeah, she's, out and working out. It's just so fucking iconic. Like, yeah, it's unforgettable. Well, now we are on to the elite eight, guys. We are down to the final eight movies. Final eight. Oh boy. Oh, final eight. Yeah. And this is where heroes are made. Yeah. This is not where this is now where really get, we're getting to the nitty gritty Hard of it all. Choices. So, the number one seed, The Matrix, versus the number eight seed, The Crow, Rug Boy. Who you got? Well, this is an obvious one because The Crow is great, but The Matrix is like The Matrix changed my life. The Crow. Was on, was, is on the precipice of doing that too 
in many ways. It was there in a certain moment of my life and it was kind of uh, a godsend, but like the matrix really did change like how I look at everything. I look at filmmaking, how I look at what films can do, how I feel, I feel like action films are elevated from this movie. Like the idea of anime and all that stuff being looked at as material to like steal from, which the matrix does. You know, it takes from ghosts from the sh- ghost in the shell and a bunch of other things. So, um, but w- regardless of, of, of all that, I feel like it was executed great. And, uh, there's no way it doesn't lose. It's, it's the matrix matrix. Gotta, gotta say though, Crow, there's a little matrix or Crow influence in the matrix. So gotta give it that. Yes. Yeah. Imran, who you got? Fuck you're. And you know what? That just like, you saw some of the Matrix come from the Blade. You just see a little bit come from the Crow. But all these things informed the Wachowskis. Or the, and, and just how T2 pushes visual effects forward for the decade. The Matrix is the same thing at the end of the decade. I love the Crow, even though I didn't vote for it in the last round. But this is <laughs> the Matrix is on another level. Clearly, I think it's just too easy. You gotta go Matrix. Matrix. Moving on to the final four. Next matchup, number five seed, Total Recall, versus the number 13 seed, True Lies. Arnold versus Arnold. John, who you got? Mm. <laughs> Three My Arnold pick. movies make it to the Elite Eight, <laughs> over to what it's worth. He was still dominating. He's still he ruling do- in the still 90s. Still ruling. Right? That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. He didn't go out as... as uh, he put up more of a fight than Stallone. Um, yeah, he did. <laughs> True Lies or Total Recall? I fucking love. I fucking love it. I love True Lies, but I love Total Recall even more because it's. If True Lies didn't have that middle that was a little bit bloated, yeah, I would him, him chasing his wife and trying to figure out who's having sex. With yeah. And I get way. that's the, I guess that's the point of the movie. It's about a marriage, right? It's about right. A, a, a married it's a lie. He's lying to his wife. That's exactly what it is. Right. Uh, but total recall. It's just more, uh, economy of story. I guess you can say it's just more streamlined. I, I don't want to say it's better directed, but for Hoven is good as Cameron in some ways and not as good in some other ways. Yeah. Um, Cameron has more humanity in his films, whereas Verhoeven is sort of standing on the outside of humanity, looking in. I think he hates humanity, actually. In his it's, well, it's very yeah. pessimistic. You know, <laughs> yes. it's very pessimistic <laughs> and very um, cynical is the word. Yep. Cynical, yeah. Cameron's not. Cameron's always about love. All his movies are about love, which is kind of interesting. Mm. Yeah. If you look at all his movies, they're all about relationships. Yeah, that's a good point. point. Yeah, look at you. That's get we get you on the show one time and you drop the knowledge. Look at you. Well, I don't want to brag, but you know, (laughs) it is past my bedtime and I get a little (laughs) weird and insightful. Um, I am going to have to go with True Lies. No, you mean Total Recall? Total Recall. Yeah, Yeah. because no, I was thinking because. Uh, I know what else I'm going to pick later on in Attorney, so I'm going to go with Total Recall. Rugboy, do you agree with Total Recall over True Lies? No. Oh, but shit. I, I don't know. I'm not sure, actually, to be honest with you. I feel like 
I'm, let me let me work this out in my head. Of, let's uh, sound talk about it out loud. Let's let's see what you're thinking. All right, True Lies is like a very long epic kind of story about about love, and Total Recall is about how shitty humans are, and how uh, and and, it, and the thing they have in common is that Arnold is both. In both movies, he's acting outside of his range. Absolutely, yeah. Like so, he's got to be a spy, like a like believable spy in one movie. In a, the other movie, he's a believe. He's just trying to be a believable spy on Mars, right? And uh, it doesn't work either time. But um, which one is the better movie? Which one is the one to watch over and over again? I feel like True Lies is great. But I feel like I would rewatch Total Recall more. Is that your pick? So I'm gonna go with Total Recall. Ooh, oh, Total snap. Recall. It's moving the, on. It's the right answer. I would have also picked Total I Recall. I think it's the right answer. Yeah. Total Recall. Recall. Moving on to the final four. This next one is an all John Woo matchup. You got the 14 seed face off against the 22 seed hard target oh. Imran. Oh. Oh, I knew it would come to this. John Woo gets two <laughs> movies in the final Elite I've been Eight. Championing both movies. I've been championing Hard Target. Fuck. Is Van Damme still making it alive? And oh shit. Mm. Ah. The, the hero and the villain talking to each other behind walls. You got doves, you got pigeons. You got um, gun double double shooting guns. Which one's John the Woo better movie, though? Which one is it? So, though? yeah, John Woo does a lot of the same things in both movies, right? You got the back-to-back uh, face-off yeah. and then turning and shooting. Watching Travolta and Cage act like each other is just uh, unbelievably entertaining. But also watching Van Damme fucking jump kick a motherfucker off a motorcycle is also entertaining. And there's still, you know, the, that snake bite that's going to carry a movie a long way. That is something you're not going to see in a lot of movies. Fuck. Early John Woo or more, a little more experienced John Woo. Same bag of tricks, but a bigger budget. Uh, I'm going to give it to. Hmm, I'm going to give it to the earlier, hungrier John Woo and pick hard target. Whoa. Hard target. Up 1-0. Jonathan, <laughs> who you got? I wouldn't call him hungrier. He was just desperate to get out of Hong Kong because China oh, was taking over. He was just happy to be in America, actually. <laughs> he was happy to be in America. have all this money and all these cameras and fucking drone cameras and shit. Yeah, and a crew that didn't understand any of his direction because yeah. he couldn't speak Chinese. Can, but, uh, can Hard Target continue its Cinderella run? Roadhouse-esque Cinderella run. <laughs> yes. I'm glad it's... I'm glad it, it is a road... Yeah, it is a roadhouse. Every time this right happens, we, discover, we rediscover a film... That is just so apeshit yes, that you yeah. have to acknowledge it. But it's it's the roadhouse of the nineties, I guess you can say. Yeah, it's it, it, so far it is. Well, we've got two potential roadhouses here. Yeah. Fourteen C for face off is a pretty nice run. So, who you yeah. got, Jonathan? <sighs> God, I want to go with Hard Target, but <laughs> Face Off is the better made film. But they both have similar elements because. If John Woo never came, like if John Woo didn't have Hong Kong movies and these were his movies, like his first two movies, mm-hmm. I would have been like mesmer. I'm like, oh my God, this is insane. But he does repeat himself a little bit in these movies. 
I just like the way he did it more in Hard Target. That's my Whoa, pick. Oh, shit. That's my Whoa. pick. Whoa. Hard Target moving on. <laughs> oh, my God. I would have <laughs> totally went face off. <laughs> yeah, I would have went for face off. I got, I, got, I got to interject here and say. Man, I think Face Off is the better film. I don't know what's going on. It might when you, be. I know he's repeating himself, but the high concept of the two guys acting is one another. This yeah, is a when you crazy play John pick. Woo against Woo, <laughs> yeah. then you got to go with, you got to start looking at, okay, you got Jean-Claude Van Damme doing roundhouse kicks and then emptying clips into somebody. Or you could, this is John Woo like taking himself to another level with weird sci-fi now. Yeah, but like, you know what? The the ending of Face Off is not as good as Hard Target. You're, like that you're right, warehouse, but, that yeah. warehouse shootout is just it's, 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 so, it's insane. It's insane. Dude, like he's coming down a parade floor. Lance float. Henriksen actually caught on fire and just kept the cameras rolling and that was a, yeah, all a mistake. We we found our roadhouse in this tournament. And it was hard target. <laughs> something what yeah. a Cinderella run. There's just something cheesy and I mean, charming about it. I wouldn't have pegged this, but Looking back at the way we were talking about Hard Target for weeks, it, it makes sense. It makes sense I'm that Hard Target that, could make it this fi- far. Yeah, that finale is fantastic. It's so <laughs> it's good. So ridiculous. Like, I didn't remember it being that crazy, but when I rewatched it, I was like, he's oh, my on God. A duck, this right? He's insane. on a duck being lowered, shooting at or, people. Or he, he catches the flaming piece of wood and oh, he yes, just flexes. His hand. And I remember, oh, so we saw that in the theater with my mom. And when he flexes, she went, oh, my God, look at that. Like she, oh, yeah. That's all I remember when I was a kid. I, th- I think he um, I, I read somewhere that he wanted that scene where he's like in the warehouse and he's flexing like they, which John Woo wasn't going to do that. But they were like, no, he, oh, it's you got to show his muscles. Yeah. Yeah. It's either his yeah. ass or his biceps. It's one or the other. For, for what it's worth, Jean-Claude and John Woo, they brought out uh, John Woo brought out the best in Jean-Claude. This is his best I, Yeah. They should have made more movies together. That, yeah, yeah, they would, that and they really, from what I read, they really respect each other. Like Jean-Claude, even though Jean-Claude was like kind of all ego at that point too, he was like, I like John Woo. He's great. Yeah. Woo was same, said the same thing about Jean-Claude. So, wow. Yeah. What a fucking <laughs> what, a what have I done? We're gonna get a lot of hate. Done? What a run. Oh, yeah. So this, this is people are gonna right go now. fucking nuts. This Chev is, is for, I know Chev is gonna kill me for this one. This is by the lowest seed is that this is the lowest a seed has ever made it. Hard target in the final four at number twenty two. <laughs> the final lower four. than Roadhouse, which was a six or sixteen or seventeen. <laughs> wow. So. There you go. Well, next matchup is a people that dated one one another. I think they were married. T two judgment day, James Cameron. Catherine Bigelow, point break, ah. number seven. Oh. Rug boy, who you got? Ah. Oh, this is not even a contest. This is T2 all the way. T2. Absolutely. Because I, as good as um, point break is, like, if I had to delete it, like, one or two from my hard to drive. Make room? Yeah, it's gone. Yeah, I, I'd have to have T2. <laughs> there you go. I would. trash. would. Imran, is this a contest at all? Absolutely not. Come on, it's Terminator Two. It's going to be the big heavy here. Maybe when two. Arnold walks out of yes, the elevator yes. with that fucking gun, oh god! And she, the way she reacts, she's yeah, shitting true. her pants, and it's unbelievable. And then you see John come out, and he's like, "Mom, it's okay." And you're like, "What the fuck?" And she can well, imagine what she's thinking. Guys, T two is still in the tournament. We don't need to shower love on oh, it. I want to just sit, pour one out for Point Break. Yeah, good run. One of the best bromance movies you'll ever see. Real stunts with the surf. Like, those guys really learned how to surf. Yeah. They're jumping out of airplanes. You never really saw that shit. Skydiving scene. Great chase scene. Oh, Point good. Break is yeah. 
and it's something I discovered out of this. It spawned the Fast and Furious franchise. Yep. It, it 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 basically spawned ten other movies with Fast and Furious. So <laughs> yeah, Point pretty Break, much. I got to pour some out for Point Break. Absolutely. Catherine Bigelow would go on to do some big things yep. after it and yep. win an Oscar. So Point Break is a is a very worthy film. But we are in the final four, guys. Oh boy, and. We've got two Arnold movies. We've got a Keanu movie, and, <laughs> and we have a Jean Claude Van Damme movie <laughs> in the finals. I, I guarantee you, no one picked them. I would. No I one picked say those for sure. Final. I didn't think Jean, there was a possibility that Jean Claude wouldn't have made it out of the first round. He's in the finals. He's in the four, final four. Excuse me. That's ridiculous, but, but amazing. <laughs> Space Ice would be. Proud. I, thought, I thought Universal Soldier would be in it <laughs> much further than this. <laughs> or, or Time Cop. So on the one, on on the one side of the bracket, it's a sci-fi matchup. We got the Matrix versus Total Recall. John, Ooh. we got. Oof. Oof. <laughs> um, this is a tough one. It's not a tough one. It's not a tough one, actually. I'm just Total Recall is a more original film for me oh. than the Matrix. It always was. Ooh. I. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the first Matrix. I mean, I I respect it. Um, I I like the sequels more. I know everyone hates Whoa. me. Yeah, I like Reloaded more because he was a Superman. You know, it took him a whole movie in the first one to become Superman. The second one, he was just a superhero. So I like that more. And it has that highway scene. It's just too derivative of like six movies in this tournament and Ghost in the Shell. Like when I saw the trailer, I said, "Oh, it's." What they got Yun Wu Ping and Ghost in the Shell, and they just had sex with each other, and this movie came out with a little bit of uh, leather bondage thrown in. So, uh, Total Recall is my pick, man. Oh, it's just man. More, Total Recall. It's more original, and it's it's just um, it's just a more solid movie for me. And it do- doesn't feel like I'm sure it's derivative of other stuff, but it wasn't as obvious to me when I was you know 21 years old. No. When was the Matrix? Ninety seven, right? I was Matrix seventeen. Ninety nine. Ninety nine. I was nineteen. Yeah, I was nineteen, and I was like, "This looks like everything I've ever watched before," and it sure wow. played that way. Doesn't mean the story was bad. The AI concept was really cool, but again, T two already did that. Already did it. Rug Boy, mm. Total Recall, or the Matrix? Jesus. You see, like, I understand what John's saying about the originality and, and whatever, but you got to understand, we're both nerds that fucking, this is what we did. We watched anime, we watched Japanese films, we watched fucking all kinds of shit. We're privy to stuff that most people don't know. Right. So I got to take that and I got to push that back and go, okay, look, yeah, yeah, I know about this shit. Yeah, I know some of the fucking shit that it's like ripping off of, but for them to like take it and do it so perfectly, I feel like I'm gonna say this out loud. It's one of the most perfect films ever. Oh made. shit! Ooh, it is. I really yeah. do feel like when you watch The Matrix, you don't need to see any more. You don't need a sequel. You don't need anything. It tells the story that it needed to tell, and it does it fucking brilliantly. And it does it in a way that caused so much like reaction that they made more and it became a thing and they failed to capture that again. They tried to make a, a reboot recently that was dog shit. And um, 
Like, they just can't recapture that magic. Just something magical happened in that movie. So I'm going to go and say The Matrix 100%. Ooh. Imran, it's up to you. So, Bilani, you do, you keep saying Total Recall is it is original, but it is also it's based off a story by Philip K. Dick. Philip K. Story. Dick, right? Yeah. Right. So he had he had something that was inspiring him to go. And so is the Matrix. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Matrix. I mean, the Matrix is it, not Philip K. Dick, but I mean uh, Masamune Shiro, pretty much. Well, you, you got also do do. Uh, Sheep, whatever, dream and electric sheep, whatever. No, and uh, oh, what's his name? The Invisibles. Dick. Remember that was that comic, The Invisibles by Grant Morrison? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There was that whole controversy in the lawsuit over that, that comic. But I, I mean, I agree with you, Ruggs, in that he, this, uh, Wachowski's did kind of what George Lucas did was just take the stuff that they loved growing up that influenced their tastes and, and put it together in a new way that nobody ever seen before. Right. So yeah. that that's why it looks the way it, it does. And I just remember getting lost in this world, the whole concept of being plugged in and unplugged. And this is not the real world. And you could do whatever you want. Uh, super iconic. And I, yeah, I just this movie blew me away. It blew away my little mind. Total Recall. Great movie. But I feel like it's we got to pass the torch from Arnold now. And uh, Keanu. Uh, Keanu killed it. I'm going to give it to the Matrix. It's got to be Matrix. Matrix moving on to the finals. They know Kung Fu in the Matrix yes, for sure. I know Kung Fu. Well, this is a this is a heavyweight versus a David and the Goliath matchup, but we'll, we'll, we'll see here. <laughs> Jonathan, it's T2 Judgment Day versus the number 22 seed. The 2 seed versus the number 22 seed. Hard target. Oh, my poor hard target. <laughs> Our targets I'm looking am- up. I'm just amazed that it made it this far. Looking up at the Terminator, Jean Claude's just looking up at him like, "Do I have any chance happen? with this one?" That's a tough one. Like, what is Jesus Christ? How <laughs> what do I pick? does one do? What does one do when faced with this? Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, hard target, but uh, I think this is the Cinderella story over. This, yeah, but you know what? Made it to what, what was this? The, the final four. Final, final four. It's yeah. a hell of a run. That is a hell of a run. Cannot deny the power of the mullet. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's T2 by far. T2. Rug yeah. boy. T2, hard target. Yeah, I think that Jean-Claude has put in a great run. But at the end of the day, the 90s were not was not ruled by hard target. Hard target did not master uh, the the minds and imaginations of people all over the place. It was the Terminator sequel that did it. And uh, you got to hand it to Cameron. So uh, T2 all the way. T2 making it to the finals. And I must say now, first off, pour one out for hard target. <laughs> oh, one my run. God. What are we doing? <laughs> what what a run. This always run. seems to happen now in these tournaments where we find a gem that makes it really far and gets the right matchups. Pour one out for hard target. When I set up this bracket, <laughs> you never expected this. Well, the first, no, I never expected this, but I did expect these final because there were clear, clearly, in my opinion, two heavyweights in this '90s tournament that were going to be hard to beat. Yeah, and they are here, and I'm very excited to hear who wins this matchup because oh, I don't know if it's fuck. easy. It might be easy for one person, but it's not easy mm, in my opinion. Mm. You got the one seed, the Matrix, the two seed, T2 Judgment Day. Two game-changing movies 
Two game-changing sci-fi movies. You got the old guard versus the new guard. Schwarzenegger versus Keanu. And we're going to start this one off with Imran. Oh, son of a Who bitch. do you got? The final. The one and the two. Yeah. I also anticipated this. I was afraid this was going to happen. And I think I spent a fair amount of time figuring out what I was going to do, where I land. And it's 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 simple. It's clear because you do not get the one movie without the other movie. You do not get to the Matrix without Terminator 2. And just, I mean, I think it's one of James Cameron's best films he's ever done. And uh, the world building... The the care the the detail just I, I I couldn't get enough of this fucking movie. Maybe it was because of the age I was in, but you know he brings in the early nineties, and again the Matrix gets to capitalize on all that and close out the nineties, which is great. But OG, yes, the new guard is coming, but you respect your elders, respect the OG. It's got to be Terminator Two. We got we're going snake order, so I know. That uh, the next person, I know what they're going to pick, but we got to go to them. Jonathan, are we closing this out with T2 over the Matrix? Without a doubt. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Without a doubt. Yeah, yeah, that was, my, not like that that was my pick the moment you announced this tournament was T2. T2. Rugboy, would you have agreed? I would. Look, they're both really great films. And, uh, the, only, and the reason I would pick T2 is just like Imran said is that T2 could actually exist inside the Matrix. Right. Like, that could have happened before the Matrix happened. In that universe, yeah. Like, yeah, in Cameron's universe, the machines take over. Yeah, that's true. And so, like, like, so, yeah, it's pretty much the precursor to this idea. And this idea was executed in the first Terminator, which was in the 80s. So the Wachowskis had a long time to develop this affinity for this story. And, uh, yeah, they owe it a lot to James Cameron. So you can't really have them usurp the title from the master. Yeah, and That's T2. T2 is the champion. Holy shit. I, the and I would, what I would say here is I think this, I would have picked T2, although T2 was a movie that for me as a kid was just everything. And it still is everything. Yeah. But I, I've really grown to appreciate The Matrix, too. I think The Matrix is an amazing film. And part of that 1999 class of just game-changing films. But uh, I, I think... It really TV, is. Yeah. As derivative as it is and as as uh, aping other movies and things as it is, it still did it in such a way that was almost like like flawless. Yeah. It I was agree. a flawless like rip off it was like they did ripped it yeah they ripped stuff off but they did it great yeah i i agree and with that that concludes the 90s tournament Holy and shit i i want to point out a fun fact here and we're gonna have two we're gonna have a bonus face off real quick oh not that movie by the okay. way okay but Whoa. 80s 90s both ruled by schwarzenegger yeah the right? 80s oh yeah predator wins yeah. our tournament yeah the 90s t2 judgment day wins our tournament Arnie takes both decades. He's the king. According He's, to the Jock and Holy shit, he's the king. Well he's the deserved. king of kings. But with that in mind, 80s versus 90s. Predator versus T2, guys. Rugboy, who you got? Bonus question. Wow. 
That's a hard one. That's <laughs> uh, a real hard one. Rug, I'm putting, I'm, I wanted to keep you on your toes. I knew this was going to happen the whole time. I was going to do an 80s wow. versus 90s. So, wow. Which Arnie rules the two decades? Wow. That's a really, <laughs> really good. That's a really good. That's a matchup. I haven't, I haven't thought about that yet. But um, Bonus ground. I don't know. I That's a tough one. I'm going to have to get. Just edge it out just by a little bit, T2. T2. Imran, would you have picked T2 or Predator? I think I would have picked T2 also. I love that fucking movie. Predator is great, but uh, it's like two amazing franchises of things I've read comic books of that are amazing. But Terminator 2 just edges it out. I I think I'm with rugs. What about you, Bilal? I know you really like man action. You said that in the last show. I love oily men (laughs) on man action. High fives. With guns and... Big bulging biceps and jungles. Or T2. I love jungles. Um, <laughs> I say T2 takes you on a fucking journey. You're in that world. Where Predator, you're just dropped into a situation. Right, right. right. It's a very yeah, straightforward movie. It's just Predator. straightforward. Yeah, and it's yeah. like uh it's like speed in a way where it just you, it's once it's in motion, it stays in motion. You're on that train. Yeah, you're on that train, and T two yeah. is just this whole this whole built world building. It, it's, yeah, I mean, not well, not so much. Uh, for me, it's not about like with the world building. It's just the emotional journey mm, you go on, mm. with, where a fucking robot learns how to love at the end. I yeah. mean, the Jesus, robot becomes more human than becomes human. more human. Yeah, I don't know why you cry, but it's something I can never do. <laughs> I mean, come on, great line. <laughs> Come thumbs on. up as he go into the oh, thumbs up. Yes, it gets me. Every I time. still use that GIF on my phone. I send that to like everybody. The <laughs> thumbs up in the in the fucking molten metal. Uh, no, it's it's T two, but not by much. Probably okay. a little bit more than the other guys. I mean, nineties, you know, obviously has the the advantage of being a little bit after. Last bonus question, guys. After doing two two decades worth of action movies, eighties or nineties, Rug Boy. Who you got? Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh my God! Which is the better films? Which 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 of these tournaments had the better films? The eighties or the nineties? Oh, you got Roadhouse versus. <laughs> I mean, you got the two. You like, got some uh, great movies in the eighties. One you don't you get to the nineties without the eighties. Like, like the better Matt, Like who was better, Hard Target or Roadhouse? <laughs> That'd be the last bonus question. That's the last bonus question. Save that. Um, one. All right. Um, I don't know. That's, that's a toss up, dude. Like, it really is. Cause, like, the 80s kind of set the tone, but the 90s perfected it. Mm. So it's like almost unfair of a matchup, but it is. But it's fun. But I, I would probably go 90s. 90s? Imran, 80s or 90s? Uh, you know what? I, for the same reason, I had a lot of fun watching these movies and then just the, the depth of, like, kind of the same, but also very original and the elevation of it. I'm gonna I'm gonna say the '90s. The '80s the '80s are great, but like the '90s uh, diversify. And you want to know why? Because they they started to get behind the movies. Like the yeah. '80s the '80s movies, they were like, yeah, yeah, give us some money, let's try this shit out. Yeah. But then by the '90s, they're like, oh, it just started like dumping the the backing up the money trucks and like, go ahead, fucking make whatever you want. Bilotti, what about they you? They were just bigger. I'm actually thinking, I'm like, you know, we had what? Big Trouble, Little China, Predator, Aliens. I mean, those Robo three movies Cop, right there. Rob, Robocop. Yeah, great stuff. Let me, let me let, while you think about Road it, let me, I already have my answer. Oh. And this is going to surprise people. Yeah. In rewatching these films, I would have picked the 80s. Oh, shit, really? Why. 
I'm I leaning the, towards that because I think just, the 80s has a little bit stronger middle and like there's a lot more cult classics I feel like in the 80s yeah. than there are in the 90s. Like the 90s, I don't think there's as there like there's a lot of films, but I don't think the depth like I think a lot more people follow some of those 80s. Films. That's like you interesting. Got aliens, you know what? You that that does the, no not. Mon- yeah, there's it, no monsters in the 90s. Go ahead. Like there were in the 80s. Sorry. Sorry. No, I, I don't think that you're wrong. I think that that's true. I think that when you're talking about it, like as you talk about it, you're like, oh, yeah, there was RoboCop and this and that. Escape from New York, Big Trouble, yeah. China. So the concepts were good. 48 they hours. Live. They 48 live. hours. There was more. I feel, like there was, I feel like in the 90s, T2 sort of sets the tone for a it's lot such a of high movies. Bar. Yeah, but it sets like, you know, without TT, you don't have Demolition Man or The Matrix. You know, like, right. you know, like there's a lot of those sci-fi films that came out because of Terminator 2, whereas the the 80s was kind of like there was a lot more variety. I felt like you go from like like robot cop to a alien nest on a planet to an alien on our planet to Kung Fu. S- Stallone wanting Stallone. A, a sandwich in Oregon to, in Oregon. Blood, to, to, to Jean-Claude. <laughs> Kicking people's teeth out on a Kumite man. <laughs> you know what? You might have convinced me because we already mentioned how, like, Die Hard, all you had were clones, right? And I, I'm watching yeah, the 90s just, movies. It was like, it was always terrorists. It was like, bad guy, terrorist, uh, right. blow something up. They all kind of got, they kind of blurred together. There's not a right answer here. I'm just, I'm, I just wanted to make, a, even though I loved, I grew up in the 90s, they, they rewatching these 80s films. I was like, wow, there's, yeah, but there's you don't magic get, here. Yeah, but you don't get those 90s films without the template from they, the 100%. 80s. 100%. That's it's true. A t- you can't make the, you yeah, can't make I the can, I can swing it for I the might 80s. change my answer to the 80s, actually, because they <laughs> wow, more original. You're listening to the guy that grew up in the 90s. I know. Swing it to the 80s. <laughs> because they were like, the. No, no but when you put too. it in that context yeah. and you're like, think about it differently, you think about which were were the better movies, mm-hmm. maybe in the 90s because they had so much money and right. they were propped up so much. But the 80s had a, the, the a lot of like Conan. Yeah, were, right, you go from were, Conan to Red Dawn Cobra. to Rambo, <laughs> Cobra. I mean, 48 hours. The variety is Here, here's, so Here's how I kind of wide. thought about it. Yeah. Too, was like the, I wrote down the hero and villain names in the 90s. And I was like, I don't remember the names so much, but yeah. in the eighties, I remember a lot more of those yeah. hero names. Yeah, yeah, oh, a good point. yeah I think thought. the eighties were they they weren't as glossy, but they definitely had a lot more balls. So yeah, yeah. and Die Hard, remember, it doesn't end with Die Hard, isn't that how the eighties Die Hard and Die Hard in, in your one of your favorites, Tango and Tango Cash. and Cash was Tango the, and the Cash, last yeah. movie released in the eighties, like. Yeah, was it really? That was eighty nine. Yeah, that was eighty eight. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, was wow. an attorney. He got eliminated yeah. in the first round. <laughs> that's a bad, <laughs> a bad shit movie <laughs> for good reason. But yeah, we wouldn't have these clones and these templates if it wasn't. Here's for the also 80s. how I got it too to the eighties. I was like, you guys did a lot more hemming and hawing in the eighties first round than you did in the nineties first round. Yeah, so I, I think felt, there was yeah, more I, depth. Yeah, I definitely felt it. I felt more pain in the eighties than the nineties. That's true. It's a little more clear cut. I think it's more clear cut because I think every eighties movie that we picked, we first of all we picked less movies, right? Twenty eight. So there was less fat to cut. And number two is that every eighties movie that we did pick was fucking was a heavy. Like it all, yeah. they all had something going for them. Yeah. So okay, here's the last one. Rugs is credit to Rugs, and we'll start with him. Cinderella movie matchup. Roadhouse versus Hard Target. Oh God! Makes me laugh. It's unbelievable. And really, you can't lose. You can't really lose either movie. They're both great. But Roadhouse Um, is so fucking over the top compared to Hard Target. Always be nice. Like Hard Target's the better action movie. 
Oh, yes. by far. But Ro- Road Har- Roadhouse is the better. I can't believe I'm watching this and this is actually happening movie. Yeah. Like, They're that's- both like that, though. Mm. There needs to be a crossover. Chance Boudreaux and uh, Dalton, Dalton have to need fight. to team up. Yes. Oh, they, yeah, oh they, my they, God. They could definitely meet be... up at a bar. And how, how did they not make <laughs> they that movie? That. They should have made that movie. <laughs> do like a deep fake of some two guys that look like them. We got to gotta get a pick here. Rugs, Rugs your Roadhouse. First. I'm gonna uh, for the boobs. Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Imran. Roadhouse. You know what? Hard target. I, even though I champion hard target, I love hard target. Oh fuck! I kind of want my heart wants to pick Roadhouse. I'm gonna pick Roadhouse. <laughs> and we know John, you'd pick Roadhouse as well. It sounds of like. course you can't. Yeah, I mean, I, I love hard target, but it's Roadhouse. I gotta say, Roadhouse is, <laughs> is, is the king in terms of Cinderella's. Roadhouse is the king. Compared to Hard Target, but did you, you what know, a run for Hard Target. After we did that tournament, I was I took a deep dive into like the making of Roadhouse because I was like, I gotta know what they were thinking, and everything we thought, Joel Silver thought. He goes, <laughs> I want to make a crazy fucking movie, <laughs> and he told them to keep pushing it, and the movie was even more violent than what we saw. Wow. Like he wanted it to be this fucking insane that movie, shit. so that was all by design. It worked. Yeah, no, it well, totally worked. We have we have concluded the '90s tournament. I had a lot of fun, guys. That was fantastic. Arnold keeps the belt into the new decade. Maybe we might do a 2000s. Oh, we'll we got. And we, I was thinking about that. We might have you to consider could, doing a 2000s. There's a, there's a good list of movies, and then we had there's some, a list of movies yeah, there. Yeah, that yeah, we yeah. potentially. Yeah, do. but there's no. I feel like there's it no changes. juggernaut like T2. Well, we could open it up internationally, too. Oh, we could have watched some international we could, movies. We could evolve the genre. There's yeah, a, but there's then we Jayden have to go back. Statham. Yeah. That one stuff. is impossible to even come up with a clear-cut winner, Bilotti. Right. Like thousand. Yeah. Like, I do. Well, so where do you stop? Do you stop? Do you do what? 2000, 2010? Yeah. 2009. 2009. 2009. Oh, okay. So we'll, we might All have right, to do a two thousands. We might have to continue. I would do it. There, there are some f- good movies in the two thousands. I know. I just feel like there's no juggernaut though. That's that's why it might that's be why it might even be fun. better. Term. It might be a more of a bloodbath. <laughs> yeah, yeah it might be a bloodbath. The <laughs> we should definitely movies, do it. Well, the Fast and Furious. Wow, I can't even start thinking I about know, that. I, don't, like I don't want to blow up your brains yet, but uh, I've had so much fun in the eighties and nineties that I feel like we got to. We got. We might have to continue the keep genre. the train running. I guarantee that no one picked these final. Four. Well, speaking the of final which, four, just, just, yes, yeah, just to, just to, oh yeah, excuse me. Before you get into that, I know where you're going. Yeah. In, to recap, the final four yeah. it was the Matrix, Total Recall, Hard <laughs> <our> Target, <laughs> and T two Judgment <laughs> Day oh as your final four. Uh, th- those think, are the four films. I think three of the four were picked by a lot of people. We'll see. So let's do. <laughs> yeah, did anyone get close? In we'll find out in news from the nation. Here we <laughs> I'm go. Gonna that hard <laughs> it's gonna make it's me laugh for a while. News from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. One second, Imran. Before you get into the news, I gotta say my biggest upset was Hard Target beating Face Off. I had no problem with it beating Mission Impossible: Starship Troopers. That was rough. But it beating Face Off. <laughs> Like almost had me fall over in my seat. That was that was a rough one. I don't. Know. I think me and Rugs st- were both in shock when that happened. I, yeah, I initiated yeah. that. And, but that's uh, the best part too. Is Rugs was trying to author all these upsets and like really fuck things, and then he gets the movie he really loves fucked over. <laughs> As expected, <laughs> karma. 
Yeah, it's karma, but it's alright. The mullet, the mullet hypnotized me, and that may have been that was a fucked up in the fucking snake, fucked up fucking stage there. Okay, so the snake. (laughs) Back to the final four. Look, there was an interactive component to all this bullshit. We put it out in our Facebook group. I mentioned it on the show that if the listener could pick the final four. And you got it right. You won like a props. You won a no prize. You won a big congrats from us. But if you also got it right and you were on our Patreon, we're going to send you a T-shirt. I have some entries here. And as soon Who as... Who was the closest? Uh, well, here, we're going to find out. I'm just going to read them off real quick. Uh, there's a couple of uh, favorites. Jess Rivera said, T2, The Matrix, Rush Hour, The Rock. So hmm. 50%, right? Yeah. Lisa Morrison, T2, Point Break, Matrix, Mission Impossible. Uh, Jamie Robinson, hey. T2 Bad Boys, Mission Impossible, Lethal Weapon 4, Blake Braden, T2 Con Air, Demolition Man, Matrix. Most people getting T2 in the Matrix. John Campbell, yeah. T2 Matrix, Con Air, Bad Boys. Benjamin Wesley Cranford, T2 Face Off, Matrix, The Crow. Austin mm. Lee Jones, T2 Demolition Man, The Matrix, Con Air. Ray O'Neill, Universal Soldier, Face Off, True Lies, The Matrix. And then William Salgado just gave us three Matrix, Bad Boys, Blade. So nobody got mm. uh, more than two. Well, I would love I, I would have, I would, If someone would have got three, I would have been like, we can give them the shirt. I but, think, uh, yes. I think the two were like a gimme. The other two were going to be crazy wild Surprised no one would have picked Total Recall. Yeah. yeah I'm really no surprised Total Recall. No, I, I didn't think Hard Target, obviously, anyone would pick. But no again, some of those picks, some of those picks people made were a little questionable. But, but uh, thanks, for, thanks for sending in your picks. That was fun. You know, why don't we just do a uh, people who submitted picks? Let's just do a random raffle. Yeah, yeah we'll do a raffle. In a hat. Okay, yeah, we'll throw Vaney. We'll pick it out on the next show. Or on the we could do it on the the Discord. Sure. Oh, that's a good idea. If you're there, yeah, we'll, we'll pick. Well, the people that got fifty percent, you got you got to get at least fifty. Okay, you got to have picked the Matrix and Judgment Day. Okay, so that's a couple of people. We'll sort yeah. all that out. Do a random pick. Somebody's getting a T-shirt. Wow, amazing. Uh. Geek bonus. Anthony, thank you for hosting this, putting this all together. That was a fucking journey and a half. Uh, John Bellotti, thanks for joining us. Do you have anything you want to plug? Why, yes, I do, Emron. I have a big thing to plug. I've uh, partnered with Subaraya Productions to make officially licensed Ultraman merchandise. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Oh, I signed shit. the contract back in October. I kept it under wraps. And I have my first Ultraman T-shirt, hopefully coming out by end of January. We'll That's see. Amazing. Congratulations! Awesome. That's amazing. So officially licensed Ultraman officially merch. licensed Holy yeah, shit. T-shirts. I'll be, I think, the only person in the West Western Hemisphere doing the kind of shirts that I'll be doing. That's amazing. You get one, you know, you know more are going to come in, dude. That's uh, that's fucking fantastic. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to be great. Yeah, thank you. I I, I broke the news this weekend, and the the reception is like, holy shit! I got to get more. I got to get shirts made soon. Where can people, people find this? <laughs> They'll be able to get them on my website, robo7.com, robo number seven.com. Um, I'll sell them on my uh, my online shop, and uh i was uh, i don't want to say too much yet but i'm not going to say it yet. okay but that's the best other people news. other people will be carrying the shirts oh okay you let us know where we can get them we'll spread the word that's, that's fucking amazing, hopefully that's hopefully I, you could buy them from target that's that the dream would be ama- wow that'd be amazing if any of you know someone out there let me know otherwise i'm gonna settle for hot topic big box you gotta <laughs> get in the big box that's fucking huge news bro that's i mean that's amazing congratulations 
Oh, thank you. Congrats, congrats. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. But, so, Rugs, where can the listener one. find you online? You can find me on, uh, I guess, Twitter at reallyrugboy.com. Uh, that's his Twitter handle. I really, I really want rug boy. No doubt. Dr- how many, how many drinks are uh, in every? <laughs> I, I just caught what you said. <laughs> Somebody's paying attention. I caught it before you no did. Yeah. Uh, really Rugboy.com. <laughs> He's a couple of high noons in. It's like, good. Thanks for making it. Thanks for listening. Share this show. Thanks for coming on this journey. Thanks for listening to the Jock and Nerd podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. We will peep you next time. Happy New Year. I'm pumped. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. Really good.